welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. This is episode 227, where tonight we're talking about Spiral uh, from the Book of Saw and Those Who Wish Me Dead. Both theatrical if you choose, though Those Who Wish Me Dead is available on HBO Max as streaming. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. I'm Roger Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Gentlemen, how are you this week? Roger, why don't you tell everyone how many beers you drank yesterday? I drank 21 beers yesterday. <laughs> I like, think that's... Bro. I think if I drank 21 beers in a day, I'd be close to dead. I mean, here's the thing. I legitimately started drinking beer at 8 a.m. I finished drinking beer at like, I don't know, 6 p.m. So, I mean, uh, it's not like I drank hour. 21 beers in like an hour. <laughs> then I would die. You can be And it was really hero. hot yesterday and I was at a golf scramble, so. Jeez. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't alcohol when it's hot just dehydrate you more? Not if you keep drinking. <laughs> See, that's the trick. It's the circle of life. Not if the drinking doesn't stop. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yesterday was a good day for golf. It was beautiful here yesterday. I was at work all day, but it was yeah, It's like 90 degrees here now. Oh, yeah, it's hot. It's stupid yeah. hot. I hate hot. I, I don't mind hot. It's just I tried to get from yesterday I when I left work. I tried to get from work. And it's a 30-minute drive work to here to where I'm living for without turning on the A.C., and I thought I was literally a pastry in an oven. Why would you do that? <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could make it, but it was so hot. Is, is listen, that a, is that listen, a challenge you ever, moment? You ever, you ever like know like people that leave like animals in cars and you know somehow leave their children in cars and cook them slowly? Like, I, thought, I never understood that. Like yeah. you're an idiot, or yep. you hate your children. Maybe this combination of the two. Probably both. But yeah, it's just like just roll down the window or something, idiot. I just don't understand why. I mean, I totally there there was a cop on YouTube for a while that went around breaking people's windows that had animals. Or you're allowed to do that. Them. Yeah, and he and then almost every state that you're allowed to do that. And they would come out and be like, "What the hell?" He's like, "You're not supposed to. Your window is your problem. Don't do this to your and to your dog or your, your window is your problem." <laughs> yeah, I mean, legit. I mean, if you, that, cars get hot, man, cars get so hot. I love the ones where like the memes where there's like a dog sitting there in the air conditioning is like he's listening to his favorite music and the dog's just laying there smiling like hey. <laughs> so easy listening. Mm-mm-mm. What about you, Chris? Anything going on this week? Uh no. I'm... Did you drink twenty one beers yesterday? I did not. I'm not a beer drinker though. But mm-hmm. um my uh my daughter's had uh, a lot of her softball games. I finally got to go to a whole bunch of them. So mm, how were they? Yeah. <laughs> Torturous in its own way, but also slowly downward. (laughs) But also, like you know, weirdly, you know, enjoyable enjoyable. mostly. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, don't worry. Has your daughter like? Is your daughter turning into like some soft, like some softball? What are they called? Like what do they call those? Like savant, like a like a softball (laughs) savant. I mean, it's a bunch of six and seven year old girls playing softball. (laughs) So no, none of them are particularly great. It's 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 an it's an accomplishment when they actually like throw the ball to base to get someone else out. Nice. So you know. Let me let me ask you this question. I'm asking you this question as a curious person who has never seen a child's baseball games. I don't have a child to go to, but do you just want to laugh at them sometimes? Oh yeah. <sighs> That's a rough question. I know, but I think very yes, legitimate. The answer is yes. Because if it wasn't your kid, you'd laugh hysterically. Maybe, but I haven't experienced it in that way yet. I've only gone to the to the softball games as a father of one of the children on the team, and it's it's, it's like I'll, it, I'll drive here. The answer is yes because <laughs> I have uh, one of my best friends runs the local little league, and I get roped into helping him out with stuff every now and then against my better judgment because I hate doing it. Yeah. It's hilarious because 
it's hilarious. I don't know. I, I feel like it's like it's like watching paint dry that someone's spraying with a spray bottle constantly. Mm. Just keeping it moist. <laughs> so it'll never dry. Do you, are, are, are there are there parents great so you're in and out of there as fast as humanly possible? <laughs> Chris, when you're there, do you ever have those like parents that are like screaming at their like hit the ball? Like they're trying to get their kid to like I mean, sell. Not, like, his kids aren't old his kids aren't old enough for that yet. Not like an overly aggressive way, but like you can tell, you know, which parent of the kid is up because when the kid hits it, like they're the only ones really screaming and cheering. <laughs> you, you can tell who each kid is for each team as their kid is doing something. Or, or or those kids or those parents that like when their kids are five, they're like my kid's gonna be an Olympian. They won't. Well, how about you, how about you ask your kid about this? What do they think about this? They won't. I guarantee you, they won't. <laughs> I don't know. I, they're they're oddly enjoyable and you know proud dad, proud dad, proud dad. So mm. also means sad dad. That too. Any good and any good con- concession food at those things? Oh, yeah. you know, I actually haven't had any of the concession food yet because I'm I'm trying I'm usually wrangling my other daughter while yeah. while I'm trying to watch the game. So you know, Roger, I, I have ones have nachos. You know, I have a bone. So Roger, yesterday, no Friday. So we because they're shooting on the lot on the on stages. We have weird like call time for for breakfast and lunch, but pr- pretty much opposite our call time. So like. I walked over there and grabbed. I walked over there yesterday, an hour before my lunch was supposed to come, and I got their breakfast because I started like at eleven thirty. Call was like eleven thirty. I walked over and got, you know, I, I looked at the menu and I got a chili cheese dog, you know, a hot dog with chili and cheese on. You see, you figure, how can this not be great? And I took one bite and it wasn't great. And then your guts fell out. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't fall out. I just I didn't finish the hot dog. I always thought, I mean, that's a good combination. I've never complained about. Turns out, turns out it's one of the traps and saw. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's a bad cheese dog. I wasn't, uh, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of it. Only because I remember at Marquee. Oh, your front teeth are being pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I remember at Marquee. Do you remember? We, we, we had those, what were those? Nathan's hot dogs? We had Nathan's hot dogs. They actually were pretty good. But those would absolutely ruin your intestines. <laughs> they tasted good, though. Remember your the Boyd story, the... Andrew Boyd's story. There is a pretty good story. But yeah, um, he was an idiot because a lot of kids you work with are idiots. I mean, because they're like 16, 17, 18 year olds doing dumb shit. And he was trying to explain to me <laughs> this is like the second or third week we're open. So, like, we were pretty busy and we're cleaning up this like disaster of a movie theater. And he's trying to explain to me how he'd found this hot dog <laughs> and he decided he was going to eat it. And he was like, but I ate it from the other end because there was a bite gone. I mean, no, and I looked at him. I go, did you eat the whole hot dog, boy? He goes, yeah. I go, then why did you insert at the other end? (laughs) It doesn't matter. I was standing right there watching this conversation. And... When when Roger asked him. It was like a light bulb would went off like. Was was his response? Whoa. No, 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 no. So Roger asked him, well, did you eat the whole hot dog? Like, And then you just see Boyd like. Oh my god, I did. <laughs> it never dawned on him. It's like one of his arguments. Whoa, 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 I didn't, I didn't eat it from the end. That they did, and then Roger's the like, "But you ate the whole hot dog," and, he, and he's like, "Oh my god, I did eat that end." Then, <laughs> like, oh my, this is a real conversation with an adult human being. <laughs> uh, good time. That was one of my favorite. I'll remember that forever. Cause it's like one of those that stories good... you you really can't make that up. It's well, just, just a look on his face, like he was just like, <sighs> <laughs> like the clouds had parted and the light was finally shining, and he finally understood what you were talking about. <laughs> you just stared at it for like ten seconds. <laughs> that was a good time. Good, good time. All right. 
I don't handle dumb people very well. <laughs> this okay. is well, we actually do have a ton of like great marquee stories. Okay. Maybe, maybe one episode. <laughs> maybe one episode we'll uh, we'll go down the or rabbit hole. One of my favorite things to say to dumb people is 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 like while they're figuring out, I t- I, I go get there, wait for it, <laughs> get there, <laughs> and, then, and then you just see the light, the gears turn, the light come on. <laughs> All right, this is episode 227 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. That's East Coast time. Podbean then is directly, directly distributed to iTunes. It's 11 p.m. Hawaiian. Yeah, if you're in case you're wondering. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current upcoming releases, what streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. So, without further ado. Adieu. Let's go to the box office. Number one, as no surprise, Spiral from the Book of Saw, bringing an additional $4.6 million domestic, bringing its worldwide total to $22.5. That's not what you expect to see for that. Yeah, but with the budget of that movie can't be high. 50 no. American dollars. <laughs> that is close. Number two, Wrath of Man, $2.9 million, bringing its worldwide to $71 million. That's right. very, very respectable. Those Who Wish Me Dead, 1.8 million. Remember, Those Who Wish Me Dead is also available on streaming service. 13 million total. That's not too great. Ryan Last Dragon moving up, which is weird. That's weird. I had to like pause for a second to like catch my thought. That's 1.7 million, bringing us worldwide to 111.6 million. And then Godzilla vs. Kong somehow snuck back up there. I mean, nothing came out. So no, no. Sure, whatever. Bringing its, I mean, it made an additional 1.4 million domestic, bringing its worldwide to 432 million. Oh, a demon train is gone. That's what. That's that's why. So that movie, a lot of its, because uh, so like anime, anime movies usually have limited runs. This one's gone for way longer than most of these things do. So I was surprised to still see it playing up at Marquee when I went and saw. Oh, it's playing here. It just started here. Oh, it just started it. Well, so yeah, like I think a, lo- it, a lot of them only run it for a few weeks, so I'm not surprised that it's not on there anymore. I remember when Dragon Ball, the big one, came out a couple years ago. It was like a 10 day release. Yep, it was a hard 10. It came out on Friday and was gone the next Wednesday. Yep. I feel like more movies should do that though, just to like get the audience in the seats. You know, I think that'd be kind of cool. For I mean, me. if you're big enough to do it, like a thing like Dragon Ball, it was big enough yeah. to do it. So, like, hey, if you want to see this, this is it. Well, I think I, I could wager that some of that is because like a lot of like the american studios don't take don't take them seriously probably enough to like to buy them for long contracts maybe sure run them for like a long time well, i mean it was what it's like 500 half a billion dollars now mm-hmm. so somebody's looking at it yep yeah i mean that's not a that's bad, not a bad number for any movie no <laughs> especially not even a little bit. <laughs> there's your box office not a whole i'm glad to see that Raya is still in the top. Only because I, I have this newly found. So all week, pretty much when I worked, I was listening to uh, Disney Pixar scores and like the the the, the title songs and like I just the one for Raya. I kind of like I I didn't listen to it that much, but you know a lot. I listened to a lot of Frozen, of course. Listen to a lot of Raya, a lot, a lot of Moana. Listen to it. I kind of got a renewed thank you appreciation for work. Why am I a dork for listening to to Pixar Disney stuff? I'm just gonna let you think about that. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even kidding. Wait about for this. it. Wait for I'm it. I'm not even kidding about this factoid. My daughter's uh, softball team. They warmed up one day to the soundtrack of Frozen. So oh, good. That's, that's the glad. same league you're in currently. So fair, I'm fair. I'm in the <clears throat> softball. I'm in this six-year-old softball league. Fantastic. Girls, softball league. Girls. <laughs> girls. Not, <laughs> not even co-ed. Important detail. <laughs> not even co-ed. <laughs> Sadly, not co-ed. All right. This Friday. 
We saw the a wider release of Army of the Dead and a Blast Heat, Dream Horse, The Drive, Final Account, New Order, Pink. All, all I know so Wait, far. Was that in all the one sounds. movie title? No, like, what the hell was that? <laughs> just going. I'm like, wait, that can't be one. But movie. those are very limited in some theaters. I didn't. See, I don't see them around here. So Steve's movie is available now. <laughs> all right, May 28th, we're coming up on Cruella and A Quiet Place Part Two, which is out. People have seen it. So oh, so I actually I have a quick Quiet Place thing. So John Krasinski was in Cleveland last night for a special screening. Of Dance Quiet Master. Place 2, yes, that son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I got a text from my buddy, former Marquee employee, um, that him and his lady friend were up there to watch uh, Spiral. Oh. And he was like, I think that's John Krasinski. <laughs> it was John Krasinski. Right. <laughs> he was over waiting for his, uh, his movie to be done because he was doing questions about it. Oh, so okay. oh. he, he said he ogled John Krasinski from afar. <laughs> <laughs> Who, uh, who, is the, who is the ex-employee? My buddy, Nick. Oh, Nick. Okay, I remember Nick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sure. But yeah. Uh, so Nick checking out Spiral. All right, all right. He's like, I didn't like the first Quiet Place, so I couldn't say anything to him. I was like, tell him he should be Reed Richards, no questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the weird request, but... No, it's yeah. not. It's Somebody's got to do it. You, you think John Krasinski is a good ringer for Reed Richards? Yes. Yes, I do. Somehow I don't see that, but I'm not, you know, com- Chris, you... Have read more comics, I think, than me. Do you agree with that decision? I do. Yeah, I think he'd be a great pick for it. He's charismatic enough because Reed Richards is super likable as a character. Okay. Okay. Maybe Plus I shouldn't see it in that, in that he's way. Handsome he's handsome, so. in pretty good shape. Yep. Yeah, he's been in good shape because of all the other stuff he's been doing. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. All right. Not a lot of whole. Not a, lot, not a whole lot has moved around. I think we're going to get a shakeup as soon as we get into, as soon as June comes and you know restrictions lift completely. I feel like we're going to get a whole shakeup in actual release windows for late summer, fall. You think it will change a lot of the summer stuff? I think we'll be looking at fall and winter would be. I don't know because, I mean, how many? but, but how many of these have moved around a dozen times already? Well, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what I mean, and I'm not trying to like start a real conversation about it. But I think if your movie has a date set right now, say for mid-June or later, why would you move it? Yeah, that's not. Just leave it, right? Close. If it was like, you know, the end of August, maybe you'd move it around, but you've already chosen the end of August. Just leave it there. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I mean, you, know, you never know what new <laughs> – I mean, the U.S. is doing well because of vaccinations, but I mean, Europe is not doing great. A lot of the countries over there are really under the heel of COVID still because we don't have the vaccinations. Canada is still under a hard lockdown. So, I mean, you know, who knows? I don't know. I mean, the, the, whatever these algorithms, these studio heads are using to decide to put the theater – Moving the theater or not is not one that I'm. Putting I know, Walmart says I don't have to wear a mask there anymore, so I'm assuming oh. COVID's done. <laughs> because if Walmart says no, the rest of the country does too. So <laughs> that's, that's true. That's it. I don't want to be that guy, but that's the way that it is. Right, we're definitely retailer in America says no. What's the fucking matter? Yep. We're definitely going to be keeping an eye on that in the coming weeks, especially as we go into June, which is very soon, as restrictions change and you know return to work agreements are different. So we'll see what happens with all of that let's take a look at what's streaming this week we're taking a look at disney plus and moana by director ron clements john musker don hall aluil cavallo and Dwayne the rock johnson and tamara morrison you remember that little that, that little uh, small, small movie, movie that made hundreds of millions of dollars 
Yep. Came out in 2016. Check that out. I've seen damn, it's been five years. Yeah. Yeah, because like, yeah, my daughter was like was turning two and she started watching it. Man. Is she still watching like like still good, the- man? Every now and then we'll throw it on. It's a good movie. Nice. It still looks Fun. good. See, that's that's why I think the real like the real good of Disney Plus is like for a lot of parents. Like, yes, I don't have to worry about any of the stuff being out of their like not suitable for them and they can watch whatever they want. Oh, I have a question for you guys regarding Disney Plus and Netflix and everything, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't want to get off topic, but it just popped into my head. So Netflix is the only streaming service that upcharges you for ultra high definition. Mm-hmm. How how is that still sustainable? Wait, so I was gonna I don't know. Is that for ultra high definition streaming or just receiving the DV the, the Blu-ray four Ks? No who, one who does no, that no anymore. No one receives 4K Blu-rays. No one does that. Well, no, no one does it. But I didn't know they. I thought that was that really that they don't stream yeah. 4K. More yeah. comes with that though, right? Because the, 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 that's also the ability to broadcast on five different devices at once. I think more people do that than they care about the yeah. actual. Because yeah, I just think so. Because I've been body. watching things from Disney Plus in 4K. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't have to pay anything extra for that. No. Like, why don't you pay three extra dollars? A three month. dollars a month is yeah. a lot. That's yeah. half of Disney Plus's. So you remember? You remember that on Netflix? No, Probably you remember not. the Netflix started and like just leech it off somebody else. True, but I'm you sure when, I'm sure the eleven people using my Netflix would immediately be sad. <laughs> so you guys remember when Netflix started? That was what two ninety nine, and then they had the, they they had the locked in for life, you know, agreement. Yeah. That they somehow two years ago found a way out of in their own contract. Well, I mean, all they had to do was be like, "We don't offer that service anymore." Yeah, your your lifetime thing's up. Mm-hmm. But how is it locked in for life? Listen, there are a lot of things you can sign up for life that you'll never get for life. Yeah, that's you, true. You, you'll have lifetime warranties on certain products that aren't actually lifetime warranties. Yeah, mm. it's expected. You know, life- you can get lifetime warranties on brakes, right? Mm-hmm. They'll it's- just keep giving you brakes for a while. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. All right, so let me also check. Netflix, I remember my first Netflix thing is I was doing the DVDs yeah, because yeah. it wasn't streaming. My grand- You're like, this is amazing. My grandparents were doing it, and I remember the first thing I watched was some weird carnival show with like uh, with some demon and angel stuff going on, and it was weird. It was real weird. But nice. I was like, you know, like it came in the mail. I ran upstairs, put it in the DVD player. I was so pumped. I remember how fast it would come too. Be like, yeah. I just sent that one back, and a new one's already on the way. Yeah, be like, it's Netflix Day, baby. This is amazing. This is awesome. <laughs> but now it's just like I, I, I had I watched eleven minutes of fourteen Netflix things today before before I just ultimately turned the TV off. <laughs> God damn it! And you know what I hate Netflix does too. If you're if you're like flipping through and take a second to like answer a text, if you leave something on there, it it'll just starts yeah. playing. Yes, yeah, that's I don't. I feel like you should be able to turn that off somehow. Or why you even, can? But why is that even like a? Why is that even a, a feature? Just don't. You, if I want to watch it, I'll click it. Just like be what, happy. Just be happy that it stops after three three episodes or items autoplay because Disney Plus is a run all night. Uh, same with Amazon and Hulu; they just run all night. Does that so, matter though for most folks? There's probably, I mean, it's probably watch metrics for them, view metrics for them that they track, so it inflates their numbers in some way. That's probably. a good point. Oh, well, listen, I mean, if you leave it on and it ran, yeah, you was all matters to them. <laughs> Think about the ad revenue for the people that have like the free versions of that. You know, that's sure. Like, you know, that's all probably something going back to them. Some I think about that with uh, Peacock, mm-hmm. about how some things just you can't skip the ads in it anyway, so yeah. just walk away while it's playing. I don't yeah. know. Hell, All right, pink Clorox ad, I guess. So whatever. <laughs> All right, back to Disney Plus. Uh, something else I saw while just leafing through the Rocketeer by director Joe Johnston. Does the Rocketeer uh, still hold up? 
Dude, I think so. I, I'm telling you, I'm going to watch it this week only because like, I kind of got excited when I saw it. But yeah, I mean, I watched it a few years ago. And I remember thinking to myself, God, this movie, it's okay. Like it's – now just hold, hold on. So Billy Campbell, Jennifer Connelly, Alan Arkin, Timothy Dalton, Paul Sorvino, Terry O'Quinn, Ed Lauder. Now, Roger, what year was that? Just guess – see if you can guess the year. 1991. It was 91. Good guess. Oh, suck it. That movie was so far ahead of its time for being 91. I mean, yeah, no, 2008 it got remade, so that was cool. The Rock, Nothing. The Rock Two was remade. Oh, you know, I was <laughs> gonna say it's very similar to Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man One. <laughs> but isn't the, the the Rocketeer has has its own like like lore behind it, right? Like, there's a whole thing Rocket the Rocketeer. I don't. You, I don't care about the Rocketeer. <laughs> well, you guys are the comic book guys. I'm not. I'm definitely not a comic book guy. I don't know, I don't know who this is. Mm. You've seen the Rocketeer, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, The Incredibles by director Brad Bird, Craig T. Nelson, Samuel L. Jackson, Holly Hunter, Jason Lee, 2004. That movie is pretty incredible. Taking on the same. I mean, we could talk about the second movie, how it was ultimately very, very good, but it was 10 years too late. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, but it was still very good, though. This is, this is a, a 9 out of 10 that was 10 years too later. It would have been a 10 out of 10. Yeah, the first Incredibles is a 10 out of 10. Disagrees. Why? Didn't like it? She's a huge fan of the Oh, no, no. I, I love The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. But I honestly, after so many years and then they didn't age at all, I didn't care. Like, I hate to be like, that's what took it out of it for me with the realism side of The Incredibles. <laughs> but I mean, we waited, what was it, legitimately like 14 years yeah. in between. Oh, yeah. And we got basically picked up two weeks later. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, what the? Okay. I mean, the story possibilities with aging the kids was almost... You think they didn't do it because they wanted to keep Jack Jack as a baby? Yes. You think that was all the reason? No, I kind of thought that when I watched it. That was a big reason. Yeah. Although Jack Jack could have still been a cool, like, angsty teen, but yeah, mean, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You think we're done with the Incredibles? There's no such thing as a cool and angsty teen. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> well, I got some emo pics that show you you're wrong. <laughs> you pick That's not true. I don't have any emo pics of myself. What I care about is where you're finger gun in the sky, baby. Oh, listen. <laughs> The greatest picture it ever. Is, I, I wasn't a teenager then, though. I was like nine. Forever saved. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some trailers. The Green Knight. Roger and Chris, tell me what you thought. Um, so there's a lot going on I there. Thought, yeah, I thought, I thought that was going to be a serious trailer until the end of the in theaters. I asked, I asked Roger, is this a movie or a show about one second too late? Because my question was answered for me. But uh, this, this, there's a lot happening here. Well, there's it's it's you know it it refers to Sir Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Sir Gawain, of course, is one of Arthur's knights, um, and it's this is another way for he's fighting the the, the Night King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> <right here. laughs> Something I don't. Uh, they have like giant human babies walking around, yeah, which right. I did not like that, that at creepy. all. Well, no. he's a he's a traditional enemy in the in the Arthurian legend. He the Green Knight pops up a few times. The giant he's, human babies. <laughs> where'd you get the giant human baby? The part where he's walking through and there's giants that just look like regular people with no, oh, no hair. No, no, no. Like but this, I mean, this is an, this is an Arthurian legend. Well, I'm interested to see how they what their spin on it is. Um, Sir, this is supposed to be Sir Gawain's greatest test and one of Arthur's more difficult tests. I mean, if given that you know all of it doesn't, there's all story all the anyway. Facts line up. It's all the story. It's all the story anyway. Mm-hmm. So, or at least what you know archaeologists now think. <clears throat> um, I found it interesting because I mean. Gawain is um, he's very closely intertwined as one of the knights of the round table. He's you know related to Agravain. <clears throat> I'm getting this one off 
<clears throat> I have to Google it, but Geharis, Gareth, and Mordred. And of course, you remember Mordred is one of you know Arthur's villains that come pops up again. Uh, and again. Mordred, Mordred is... is Arthur's son. <laughs> is he son? That, yeah. So so Mordred is Art. I'm I'm, a, I'm about to nerd out super hard here. Nice. This is my thing because I'm gonna uh, go one level deeper. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Right, so Mordred is Arthur's son that he had a, uh, supposedly with his with his sister Morgana or Mor Mor Morgan Morgane remember her name morgana i think it was morgana yeah i think it's morgana so yeah it's actually and with his son mordred was supposed to be the heir but he denies you know that it's his that it's his son bastards can never hold lands bro uh, <laughs> <laughs> game of thrones taught me yep. that mordred is also the name of roland of gilead's demon child yep. In the Dark Tower series, right. I will go super nerdy. <laughs> That's like eight books in, bro. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, all right, all Way right. Way down the list. Yeah, yeah. I'm always excited oh, for these type dorks. of. I'm always excited for these type of retelling to see what kind of spin they put on it. He's a dork for listening to Moana. <laughs> That's true. You are so. Wait, okay. Back to the trailers. Same point. Uh, Given the, given the trailer, what do you think? It, it wasn't a super long trailer, but it was enough to get a little bit of what's going on. Well, so I don't know, man. It looks really weird. Yeah, we'll have to see. It, it, it looks like it's like they're really trying to like super stylize it or make it seem super dark and edgy. We'll see what they do with it. it like it could be, it could be neat. It could be like a three hundred kind of thing where it's like, okay, this is cool, but it's also overplayed by you know when you're. I bet you this movie. movie's like three hours long. I was gonna say this has to be like a two and a half hour movie. Right? There's no way because there's a lot happening in this. It looks like otherwise it's gonna be really choppy and crappy because they're gonna try to like micro tell all these little stories that happen. Micro tell like the hotel chain. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean I'm a big fan of the Arthurian legend. I also like the whole theory that uh, that King Arthur was was also a um, was also a woman instead of being a man. That's a really I've heard that legend. Yeah, it's well, neat. I, Something. I mean, one of the thing that, one of the things that I mean goes against archaeology. Of course, is there's there's a time period in Britain where so many of the young boys born were named Arthur, mm -hmm. not women. So I mean, I, I mean, we still don't know who it was, or I mean, a tribal leader. I mean, it does. This is kind of weird, really weird. I think they called him Art back then. No, I mean, I, if you know somebody <laughs> named Arthur now, you're just calling him Art. <laughs> You're like, what's up, Art? What up, Art? My name is Arthur, sir. Anyone called the, <laughs> the Prince Arthur Art in any way, shape, or form. What's up, Artie? And then How totally you know, maintained that through his kingship. <laughs> no. Well, whatever. All right. Fine. Well, that one does look weird, but I mean, I'm excited to watch it. I mean, if that, I mean, I'm interested. Means anything, so. Let's hope it's not bad. Yep. I don't think that's asking too much. No, it's really, I mean, if you... Well, maybe it is. I, it might be fucking awful. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another trailer. Let's move on to uh, The Ice Road. Another Taken movie. This another time. Taken movie with Liam Neeson. Now, can we just go one movie I've without... i seen this show on Discovery. Yeah, it's called Ice Road Truckers, yeah. Um, don't you I, find it weird that we're getting an Ice Road Truckers type of movie now? Don't you think we'd have got this like ten years yeah, ago right? when Ice yeah. Road Truckers I mean, was that, like we're gonna get a, we're gonna get a deadliest catch movie with uh with Liam Pro here soon. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Wasn't that Master that. and Commander? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. That was two thousand three, bro. Jeez, bro. Mm. I don't know. I mean, listen, this is a Liam Neeson movie that involves trucks and ice and explosions and. Well, uh, can we? Okay, I just want to go one Liam movie without people turning on him that he thinks won't turn on him. Can we just do that once, please? No, is that possible? Listen, the world is full of shitty people. <laughs> Probably not. I saw all these memes floating around that the, especially the one that 
like the meme that posted on our website about, you know, he just looks like he's, he's, he's like fed up and over it. And now a lot of people are like, this is Liam asking everyone to stop watching his movies. So producers stop making them <laughs> because they the same movie every time. But I mean, Liam Neeson sells, man. I think that's what, you know, is the key here. Liam Neeson sells. I mean, listen, out of all the trailers we watched today, that's the one that I found the most interesting. Yeah. And that's kind of sad. <laughs> I think I agree with that statement, sir. I mean, I really don't think they could get worse than what was the Liam we just, the, the the marksman. That movie was pretty bad. Well, it's because there was no marksman. It was, <laughs> it was just him. Like there was no story. It was a guy with a pellet gun, basically <laughs> running around. <laughs> I don't know. What was the other one where the honest thief? Yeah, yeah. Was that at least had an interesting story idea? Oh, had so many cuts during yeah. his action scenes, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's in like three frames out of his seven minute fights. Yeah, well, it's hilarious. He, he ain't got it no more, bro. I mean, I get that. There comes a time when you're just like, no, I can't. Just use my stunt double as much as you can, please. <laughs> but his stunt double loves it. Probably yeah. gets paid very well. <laughs> oh, stunt doubles, they get. Ooh, they they're not eating ramen noodle soup. Is what I mean, I'm listen, saying. because of good stunt guys, we got John Wick. You're right. A whole Think new genre that. of movies. Yeah, a whole That's new right. genre of movies. Uh, so look, we're ex- I'm excited for the ice trail. I love Liam. Liam's always going to place in my heart, man. He always got a place. I really hope he keeps making movies. Although, he, would you imagine he's got to be kind of like, okay, one more year of this and I'm done. No, he's just like as long as they keep putting zeros on the end of these checks. Huh? <laughs> but after all, how about okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, okay. he's getting like eight million. Hold on, hold on, Liam Neeson. Liam, I'm gonna Liam Neeson net worth. Let's find out how much he's. Just take a take a guess. Half a billion. No, he's only. I mean, as according to Google, he's only worth one hundred and forty-five million. I find that hard to believe. He's only worth. <laughs> but I mean, no, I, I expected the number to be somewhere north of you know five hundred. But I'm just because he has so many movies. Yeah, he's so I mean, the movies. the most commercial success movie he had is the first Taken, right? I don't know if that. I mean, that's probably because I mean Schindler's the Batman. I mean, the, the, the first, well, no, it's the, the most Batman. famous, but he didn't yeah. make a lot of money because no. of that. The first, um, I mean, the first Batman. He was the Dark Knight Rises. Clear. Hey, are you saying the best Batman? No movie? one, no one liked yeah. that Batman movie. So it hey, really hey, 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 hey. <laughs> this is not that conversation. But he was he, he he was in two of he, he was in two of them, and they both. I mean, the, the first Batman was like $700 million. Dark Yeah, but that's not really his movie. Well, no. the first one would be. That's that's true. Yeah, he definitely co-starred in that movie. Well, yeah. but I mean, it was... The whole thing about the speech behind Taken, when because when, when Liam signed on to take the role, they, they the, the speech was rewritten to mimic his career to that point. I don't know. It always comes back to uh, the thing with Seth MacFarlane, the Kermit voice thing. <laughs> 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 I don't have any money. <laughs> Hilarious. Check that I'll, out on YouTube. I, I, I'll, I'll post that. I'll post that on our site. I don't Listen, if, you, if you cannot laugh at that, <laughs> <laughs> Seth MacFarlane doing his karma voice, doing the thing, the line from Taken, <laughs> the phone call section. So, okay. So the ice road is there are people stuck in a mine somewhere that there's ice roads that only, only the ice roads go, go to. And they, they need to get this pipes up there. To they need to get piped to, to get out, to get, to get them air and to get them out. I don't know how that, all that circumstance falls together like that. I'm kind of curious to find out. I'm more curious to find out how that happens. Magic. Yeah. A lot of it. But uh, only Liam and his crew can, can save these miners. So we'll see how that pans out. But, you, th- you think the producers of um, Ice Road Truckers are like, son of a bitch. We could have used this 10 years ago. No. No? 
because I don't care or because... What was the other movie? Yeah, there was one more, wasn't there? Like trailer? Yeah. God damn it. Okay, fine. Snake Eyes. Yeah, uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Why, wait, I don't understand. You guys are done talking about Ice Road already? Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe. You want to do 12 minutes on the three-minute trailer <laughs> that we already talked about? <laughs> All right. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. I don't know why this movie is being made because we've already explored. I mean, the G.I. Joe movies really didn't make they do much. This trailer was very Well, the good. first G.I. Joe movie did a pretty good amount of money, right? I think it did much more than the first one did. Here, I'll go to... This trailer seems it just felt very underwhelming to me. It was like on this. I watched it. It was done, and I was, huh? That's going to be a movie I have to watch. Judge Retaliation. That's the second one, right? Yeah, that's the one with the Rock, right? That that domestic that did one twenty two and worldwide three seventy five. So that's pretty. Those are bigger numbers than I thought. Makeable movie. <laughs> I mean, in that movie, didn't know we found out where Snake Eyes was a little white kid. Oh, the G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. That, yeah. that, was, that was the first one. That did that did less money. So the sequel actually did more money. Holy crap. Well, because, yeah, The Rock joined. Yeah, it yeah. did more. The, the first one did more domestic, but less worldwide. Okay. So that, I mean, that, that, that makes the sense. Dwayne Johnson effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, by the way, on I heard, um, <laughs> so on Black Adam, he has his own base camp that's fenced off. Sure. With tons of patio furniture that no one's allowed. Not only, not only is it fenced off, but he has on that fence, he has a bunch of things so no one can see into his base camp. Good. In, within the, the base camp of the movie. like So he I wants just, to be private? Or is that just The Rock being The Rock? What's the difference? I mean... I enjoy my privacy. Listen, if my house didn't have windows, I'd be okay with it. But I mean, I'm saying, <laughs> I swear to God. But he has a whole trailer to go into to be private. Why is his base camp got to be? I would like if I want to go outside, I also want I it to be private. Doesn't he bring his gym with him everywhere he goes? You know, I, that, that I don't know. He's got more than a goddamn trailer. He's got a, he's, he's, he's got a, he's Listen, got you got to put four tons of free weights in there. Somebody's got to look at <laughs> it. He's, he's got an entire army base section up for him. You know, I'm I'm a fan of it. You know, what I just watched this week, Roger, and you'll you'll appreciate this, Chris. How maybe San Andreas? No, no. Um, oh. uh, the Last Stand with Schwarzenegger when he tries to stop that um, he tries to stop the Mexican drug lord from going through his town into Mexico and escaping. Mm. And he, he he ends up having that wrestling match on that built bridge over the Mexican border. <laughs> I'm just like, this is great. I don't know why we never talked about this in 2012, but it's great. Is it awful? Uh, it's it's awful. awful. It's awful, but it's great. I mean, it's mm. a lot of Arnold tropes. You know, a lot of. Does just, he get to the chopper? <laughs> no, he shoots. I think they shoot down a chopper. Of course they do. I'm wrong. Um, but it's, handgun. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there's no chopper in that one. I've watched a lot of action movies. We just don't chopper that. But I, I really enjoy. It. That's a that's a good action movies would have you believe that everyone has a chopper. Yeah, right? which is not true at all. What? There are very few choppers out there. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I love what's the, what what fast movie was? And things just don't explode. Like they just don't do it. Rarely does a car flip over and then actually explode. Whoa. Red does pull behind the curtain here, folks. <laughs> what movie was the what was the what fast movie was the one with the rock? He was just walking down the street with the minigun. That's like the sixth one or whatever, where he yeah, ripped he just, off the the, <laughs> the wreckage of the chopper. He's got the minigun like GTA style. <laughs> he just walking down the street, just shooting a minigun as if it's something every day does, but just casually. I'm a big fan. I mean, of yeah, if you're right. gonna shoot off the minigun, it might as well be casually. <laughs> 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 Got to look cool Rest doing it, man. Rest it on his hip and put his shades on while he's firing. 
Oh yeah, man. Why not? All right, we got a little off topic. Okay. Time. Let me. My here's here's my one question. Do you guys care about this Snake Eyes movie, even with the cast? I mean, with Henry Golding, sure. But honestly, does no. it go? Does it go past curiosity, or does it stop there? No. no. <laughs> okay, fair. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really. I mean, I know the accountant that just did the reshoots for this, and they 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 sunk a hefty chunk of change into the reshoots. So someone really? has someone has faith in this somewhere. I just don't. Well, think I mean, listen. Much. Given the the GI Joe property and there's going to be heavily Asian influence, there's there's built in money in the market there. I mean, I get it. My idea on that is, is if you're going to make a shit taco, you might as well make the best. <laughs> the shit biggest, taco. the biggest shit yeah, taco. Why not? You know? well, I mean, would you consider Mortal Kombat one of those shit tacos? Yes. Yeah. Mortal Kombat's awful. And I loved it. Yeah. Was a terrible movie. yeah, it's awful. But it listen, again. they went all in for awful, <laughs> and, and I was again. here for that. <laughs> yes, they were. Well, GI Joe fans are going to say the same goddamn thing about their movie. You know, it's fine. But you know what? Though there can't be that many people clamoring for a GI Joe movie right now. There really can't. Yeah. I don't think it. I see. I don't. I mean, outside of the, intensity. I grew up with GI Joe, like peak GI Joe, and you know, I don't. I could care less about this. But outside of the G.I. Joe Faithful, is there anyone that even... You ever see the, uh, the, 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 remake, the remakes of the old G.I. Joe PSAs? Yes, yeah, yeah, where yeah. They, they dub the stuff in. So good. <laughs> Last That's one on the ice is a penis pump. <laughs> I'm a computer. Yeah, I'm, I'm a computer. computer. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. One thing that he's, he's like, I'm a computer. Stop the download. <laughs> That's the one I remember. That's the one I, my brother and I played over and over again. Yeah. Last one under the ice is a penis pump. <laughs> I do remember yeah, that. your old school throwback. Yeah, it is. I watched those things so many times oh, in my God. life. <laughs> that was so like good. peak college for me. Four in the morning, huddle around your buddy's computer desk, watching stupid videos on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. Like like early two thousands. Yeah, that was that was that was the day. It's on a computer. <laughs> stop, stop all the download. <laughs> All right, let's jump into some movies, shall we? We've talked enough about the trailers. Let's talk about those who wish me dead to start off the conversation. Let me give you some particulars. Those who wish me dead came out May 14th, 2021. Directed by Taylor Sheridan. We're going to get to that in a minute. Cast of Angelina Jolie. Finn Little is the young boy named Connor. Joe Bernthal, Aiden Gillen, Nicholas Holt. And Tyler Perry is randomly in yeah this for like fourteen seconds. Yeah. Isn't, like, isn't this like what his studio or like didn't he help like make? This I'm movie? sure. I'm sure his studio. Oh, I didn't involved. think about I that. Think Probably so. Yeah. Roger, take why take He owns that giant complex in Atlanta. Yeah. Roger, why don't you take thirty seconds and sum this one up for us? Um, I think I need more than thirty seconds, but um, <laughs> well, so this movie, it's kind of I hate to say it's out there, but so. We start off where uh, some somebody's basically got assassinated, um, blew their house up, and basically. It, or somebody definitely got assassinated, um, blew the house up of um, what a district attorney trying to close in on some some missing money, and uh, the story that follows is a dad and his son going across the country all the way to Montana, Montana, yes, um, to meet up with his former brother-in-law who runs a survival school who is the sheriff as well um along the way we meet angelina jolie's character who is a smoke jumper former smoke jumper former. sorry um she had been taken off active duty and was sidelined <laughs> for um a giant catastrophe which was probably not her fault so and their stories intersect and you know a couple of assassins end up there and things are on fire and 
lightning strikes around a few times and, and then the movie ends. You know, yeah. I want to say about was that what I was thinking about Aiden Gillen for I mean I don't he's he's kind of like new to the not he's not new but like he's a younger actor I think than most of the I think he's I mean being a villain that's okay to be like a career villain right who sweet Peter Baelish uh, Littlefinger yeah 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 I mean if you can find a niche in like being that guy who's like who's good at being a good villain that's okay right for like a whole career yeah hell yeah. yeah. I, I bet you get play. a lot more interesting roles that way. I bet you you're probably right about that. And um, I'll bet you you're, you're also having a lot less competition for those roles too. If you're good at something, you're good at something. Yeah, but I really I really like Aiden Gillen. I, th- I think he's, he's a really good a-hole, if that. But I mean, him in this movie, him and Nicholas Holt is part, part of the thing I want to talk about with how the, how the, how the cards fall, how the movie plays out. I just – did you guys have anything to talk about? I mean, just – and the way it went with those two, or am I the only one who thought that was odd? I mean, I kind of liked how they were like legit, just a team. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, listen, I'm calling the shots. You know, I expect you to tell me what you think, and we're going to go one way, and we're going to 100. Doesn't matter who decides what, but we're 100 into it. Like that's professional shit right there. Yeah, I mean, like it, it well, kind of makes you wonder about their backgrounds a little bit. They seem like they could have been military, highly trained, highly trained, yeah, in some way, military or not, but highly trained. Yeah. I think one was definitely military. Yeah, Nicholas Hall's character mm-hmm. is definitely military. What was his name in the movie? I don't. I don't even. I don't, I don't even know their names. I don't think so either. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. give me a second. Uh, Nicholas Holt, Ill Patrick. Not that ever. And yeah, I don't think I Jack and Jack and Patrick. I think they may have Jack and Pat <laughs> out there on a buddy cop series out there <laughs> somewhere out there yeah, out there taking people out <laughs> like Ghost and uh, what's his name. Uh, John's direwolf. Yeah. John's direwolf and Tormund. 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 <laughs> that might be one of my favorite things you've ever said, Ron. That made me laugh so hard to imagine uh, them running through like a ring of fire together. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if any of that backstory matters here because it's the thing with this movie is it's short, not like ridiculously so. But this is this was an easy hundred minutes. And it was like start to finish, like it doesn't really slow down. No, yeah, like one big credit to this movie is it it rolls right in and it does not quit. It's and like plot. <laughs> now we're gonna get into that, yeah. but not a whole lot. But listen, we're trying to kill this guy and then trying to kill his kid, and that's it. We're gonna kill some dudes along the way. Have a nice time. <laughs> Hope you enjoy your movie. Probably. And there'll be lightning fire. and fire. By the way, there's gonna be a fire. Like <laughs> I thought, man, this. One of the, that's one of the most hateable things I've ever seen a villain do is just start a, burn a forest fire. Just start a forest fire. I mean, like, Jesus, the damage that does is way more important than them getting that kid. I don't I mean, Jesus. I mean, listen, to for, you, forest no, 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 fires no, no, in, like, in, like, large park sections and things like that, like, they're a big deal. Yeah. Like, that's why they have the entire, like, smoke jumpers are a real thing. They're, they're trained firemen that jump out of high-level um, airplanes to go directly into a fire because you can't get there. Um so those people are pretty interesting. I would love to see a real smoke jumpers movie. Like that would be cool. Yeah. You know, that was one of the fake movies they made in um, uh, Entourage. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they had a fake smoke jumpers movie. They got shut down after like eighteen days in service or whatever. Oh. Um, but well, yeah, I'd love, love to see something like that. We did. I don't know if you did. You you watch only the Brave, Rod? You weren't on the show yet, but did you did you watch that movie with um uh, what's his name Josh Brolin about the firefighters out west? I don't think so. That's a pretty emotional movie about guys who just ultimately get trapped by a fire and there's nothing they can do about it. Super emotional, super emotional. 
Um, but that's. Oh, I don't want to watch that. Gotcha. I mean, if you're if you're if you're a guy, I know you're a movie cry. <laughs> for a good cry, <laughs> <laughs> you can watch this film. God, that movie is that movie rips your heart out, man. But uh, yeah, that's so, what I mean. no. same same people, but not Motron, but like firefighters that. And I like when you see the fire, like when you see her, her command position, and then all of a sudden the wind shifts, and she's got no idea what to what call to make. And you see some of her guys like panic and stuff. Was she running. actually in command there? Like I never really understood that. Not, I mean, isn't that the whole thing? She was in command, didn't make the right call. See, I don't know if she was in command or not, or just maybe the highest ranking person. I guess that would put her in command technically. I think but... her job. I think her role on the team was to was to read the wind. Yeah. Well, and, and like, and the guy says her on the phone, they told you what it was doing, so they told you wrong, and then you made the wrong call because the information you got was yeah. Bad. The information when so, you got there was wrong. Yeah. And... Like it wasn't like just her job to solely figure all that out. Someone was giving her information. She made the call for information that and then it, gave. it went south. Yeah. Listen, it legitimately listen. People got killed mm-hmm. um, in a forest fire, so they never really said. So was it just those three people that died, or was it the other guy that got caught on fire too? Because I don't even know if they ever. Well, no, it was. I think it was just the kids, and like, and like, I guess they, they, how it seemed to me was they, they got to the kids, and sh- they sent the kids out, and that they got trapped because of what she told them. Oh, so they yeah, ran yeah. into the fire basically because it changed directions. Yeah, yeah so I think you're right about that. But some, yeah, some, like, some, I could see that for sure. Yeah, but some of her guys. I know it was 100 minutes. I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but some of her guys, when she made that, I mean, you saw that one guy literally run into fire and just catch on fire. Well, I love how like they're getting out their their foil thing yep. to repel it, and the guy's like, "I'm to screw this. I'm not going to lay under there and cook." Yeah, yep. like, that's what he said. Well, I mean, yeah, because what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to just just you partially dig a hole, cover yourself up, yep. and ride it out. Yep. Yes. Well, that's what they mean. That's the last. That's the last measure of defense. That's, I mean, I only know that from only the brave is if you've got nothing else to do. You know, your commander yells deploy, and then you just hope like hell. This yep, you just ride out the fire. You bury yourself with dirt as much as you can, get in that thing, and just hope it goes over you. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she's in command, makes a couple, I mean, look, I mean, the whole thing about her feeling bad about that, I get that, but I, as far as the story element goes, how powerful is that? Because it, it was a call that now, would you have made it a, the call of the wind shifting or would you have made it a call that she had more control over that went wrong to make it? Uh, more- I mean, I don't, I don't think it was even a command problem. It's just those people died and it was her fault. Yes, like that, sir. that's the issue. It wasn't a bad it wasn't who was right or who was wrong. Is those people died because of the mistakes that they made, yeah. and that that's just it. I, I, I don't think. It I mean, enough to where it gave her PTSD. Yeah, but I mean, if you change, you know, that detail or any of those details, like in those minor ways, it doesn't change this movie. I don't think it makes anything matter more or less. No, she was directly involved. People get with people that got killed. I think they were just trying to find a way to get her in that tower, away from her team. So I mean, she, she could just be... could have been assigned there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it makes it more interesting and you know, you know, more of a char- more on the character, which is fine. Well, but, I mean, what Chris I mean, is saying is it, it works for the movie. Is we that's why she gets up there. Yeah, that's it? fine. Yeah, I think it works. I mean, she ends up in a tower, you know, out in the middle of the woods, which is probably cool, <laughs> honestly, or spooky. It'd be, it'd be spooky. I'd be very bored for. I mean, I, I can't imagine I don't understand why there's no bathroom. Probably a hole in the sh- in the tower. No, she said there's no bathroom. Yeah, no, she she definitely said there's no bathroom. But I mean, there but there, that doesn't stop you from peeing off the side. For me, well, I mean, yeah. I'm a dude. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so okay, guess, the whole world is my toilet. Sir. <laughs> well, I mean, at one time it was, but was. Uh, <laughs> so I well, mean, I drank twenty beers outside of the golf scrimmage yesterday. <laughs> so this is the one thing I went to the bathroom. 
<laughs> so one one thing that uh, this movie kind of goes against against what I against expectations of what I thought was going to happen. If that makes because you thought it was going to be terrible and it wasn't, right? No, not not at all. Well, I mean, I knew Taylor Sheridan was writing it. I knew it was truth. terrible. Um, well, it played out differently with our two with um, Patrick and Jack. We've we've talked a little bit about the Aiden Gill and Nicholas Holt character. It played out differently with the kid. Um, Owen, uh, what's your name? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, Owen, yes, played yes. by Jake Weber, wasn't in there. I he's a big enough name. I expected him to be in the movie a little longer than he was. Uh, but no, he, was he, he signed his deal where he got to show up for a little bit, get his yeah. paycheck, and leave. Get, his, get his stuff. I do love how we had like the weird bar scene when the one guy's making fun of the dude with the beard oh, vaping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "You want to go bang?" Basically, yeah. this. Yeah, he's like, wait, wait, "This is your boyfriend." I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, hilarious. Mm. Because I bet you that's what it's really like. Well, but one of the things that infuriates me about this movie is we never find out what's written on that piece of paper, on that eh. those few pieces. Of, so I don't understand why. I don't you think that matters here, though. Yeah. But I mean, so one thing that made me so like I call it the rabbit's foot syndrome from Mission Impossible Three. What was the rabbit's foot? And he and then they never they never tell. Even now, we've had four movies past three. They still never said what the rabbit's foot was. And I'm yeah. kind of upset about that. But I mean, I want to know like. So we're just to assume that whatever was on that whatever was on that piece of paper was going to take a lot of bad guys down. Yes, that's what we're to assume. Okay, I mean um, enough so that it was the government that was having him assassinated. Yeah. So, or did you not notice that detail? Tyler Perry's character when he left, he got in a government SUV. You know, I mean, I, I assume that was some sort of I don't know. I mean, does that really mean government? I mean, bad well, I mean, because the license guy. plate said U.S. government. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I totally missed that detail. So that does change things a little bit, but yeah, it's a little weird because then, like, where do you go? You mean cops are a branch? Of you go to the tower there. to get struck by lightning. <laughs> so yeah. let's, okay, things you love, things you didn't necessarily love. Let's start with things you didn't necessarily love. I don't really have anything I just like too much about this movie because I was actually I was honestly surprised that that I didn't hate this movie. Yeah, because everything that I had seen about it. You know, trailers wise or whatever, I was not interested in much of it at all. Um, the one thing I do want to bring up, and I don't know if it's I hate it or is this something that I know is in the trailer where he lights the the flares and throws it into the woods. Isn't it nighttime in the trailer, or did I make that up? Because he does it in broad daylight, and I'm just like, he just burned down this forest and like at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> like I think you might be right, or the trailer's cut. So just so it looks like scenes, it, because yeah. yeah, I was just like, I was pretty sure he burned that at night. But, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really make too much of a difference it either is. way. It's just something that stuck out to me. Um, one thing I didn't like, and we were actually joking about this before we started, was her trailer out or her um, her tower out in the woods um, that gets basically doesn't actually get struck by lightning. The lightning strikes right beside it and it arcs to it. Yeah, this tower isn't grounded, and I don't understand that. Yeah. Because it's a giant metal tower higher than everything else. It has to get struck by lightning every now and then. Yep. Just like big buildings. They get struck by lightning. It happens. Yeah. So I don't understand that. Now, she did, and actually one of the more believable things, she tried to jump off, slid down the rope, sawed her hands apart, which, yikes. Yep. <laughs> um, and as Chris joked, this might be uh, a 99-minute uh, peroxide commercial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They do use a lot of peroxide. There are multiple scenes where peroxide is used. And it's, <laughs> it's not like 
on the side. It's like front and center for a few seconds. Each time made me cringe though, thinking oh, about yeah. how many times I've been like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> I yeah. want one thing I want to talk one one thing I want to discuss uh, is the Job Bernthal character Ethan. Uh, his majestic hair. One of the local well, yes, but besides that, one of the local sheriffs, uh, he gets kind of caught up in this, and Ethan's badass wife, <laughs> who takes no shit from anybody. A survival school man. Yeah, man. She she is definitely a badass. Listen, she burns a man's face with a aerosol can and fire. Yep, and. It's wonderful. I love the point where he's just like, you have that point of the wrong direction. She's like, no, I don't. <laughs> and, and swings a fireball at his face. <laughs> yes. She gets, she gets them both with that, too. Yeah, but she burned the shit out of his face. Oh, yeah. I do love how, like, looking at the aftermath, you're just like, oh. Oh, oh yeah, and some of the moonlight, when you see the light hitting, it's just blood. Okay. Oh, it's just, like, sticky, bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Your face looks sticky. He needed peroxide. <laughs> <laughs> here we go back to the peroxide perfect actually oh yeah let me get you some peroxide <laughs> yeah oof look bad well i, I kind of see he got his though see yeah. I, so did you which one of those guys even up to the fact like, they burn the forest they go hunting for the kid up until something happens wouldn't you have assumed that of the two of them aiden gillen's character would have been the bad like the the worst the more hateable yeah. Yeah, I don't even. So here's the thing: I don't look at either one of those characters as actually overly like bad guys. Yeah. And I don't. Uh, clearly, they're the villains in this film. Besides the fire, right? Yeah. So obviously, they're actually bad guys. But like, there's nothing that they really do besides the fact that they're trying to kill a kid. That you're just like, well, that's really terrible that they did that. Like they they are assigned a mission to take these people out. Yeah. And you know they could have done horrific things to a woman who was really pregnant. And they didn't. And the guy was like, "I don't want to have to do anything yeah. like that." Yeah. Well, I mean, well no, 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 I don't. I don't think that point. was. Yeah. Well, he says at one point to to John Bernthal's character, "Then this is how bad I don't want to shoot a pregnant woman." Yes. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think they. I don't think. But I see. I thought that too because when when the, when the first guy clears the cabin, uh, Holt's character Patrick clears the cabin. He looks in a room that obviously shows you know they've been they're 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 stockpiling stuff for having a kid, and he says. She's pregnant. But as the scene goes on in the next scene, I kind of get the impression that, like, he said she's pregnant to use it as leverage to torture her. Not the fact that she's pregnant. We Let's not. Because, like, they obviously had no. They were going. I mean, she, well, got, yeah, that's, that's just she a got away from them, though. It wasn't like they weren't going to hurt her. They had every intention of killing her as soon as well, they got I, I do have one issue with that, though. After he punched her in the face and threw her across the table, and he's like, you're pregnant? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Of course she is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, whatever damage was done was done just just then. Sure, I, I understand that. but No, but I mean, she was clearly pregnant. Yeah. Not like, hey, I found out I'm seven weeks. You know, she's got a giant belly. Yeah. So Six months. Um, six months. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I don't look at it as they didn't want to hurt her because she was pregnant. They just didn't get the opportunity to, and they would have. No, see, I, I, I don't, I don't get it because they had the opportunity. They weren't going to use it as as more leverage to torture her. You know, they didn't want to. They didn't want to kill her because she was pregnant. That, that that's clear. So you guys really think that those two would have walked away from the cabin after they had everything they needed with leaving her alive? Yeah. Yes. Her. Yes. 
If I, it was uh, Barenthal's character straight up, no, they'd have killed him. I don't – I mean – Which, I mean, they I go through that whole thing <sighs> and when yeah. they, he's out there tracking. Yep. It was just like, there's no way I get out of this. He's like, just kill me now. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was, a, was a, a pretty cool scene. Well, I, I, mean, thought, you know, I thought he was going to do something else. Yeah, no, I did too, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, of course you thought he was going to do something else. I mean, that's – but I mean, I thought it was cool that – I mean, characters don't often acknowledge like, hey – if I'm gonna I'm die, going to die, I'm, but I'm but I mean, if I'm gonna die either way, I'm gonna die and not help you find my. I think Bern, I think Bernthal brings the the perfect the perfect kind of attitude to make that kind of scene work, though. As well, no, you're definitely you, he's one of three or four guys that that was perfect for for this role that could work very well for the for this role, yeah. and only, only because um, I think a lot of it were his work on uh, the the Walking Dead. His yeah, on the well, I mean, that's what got him famous. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd also, I'd also be willing to wage, uh, wager his uh, work in the Punisher as well. Well, one. Punisher is what took him to the next level. Yeah, but here's oh, the thing: speaking is of, there I finished anything? The Punisher. Excellent. Is there anything that he's bad in? So far, no. Right? Yeah. Like well, he doesn't have any so. turds. <laughs> well, I mean, he's even had some minor roles in like some of the gangster stuff, and he's done very well in those too. He's excellent in Ford v Ferrari. It's I, Lee. I, I, that, that's what oh. I haven't seen. So. But. Okay, let's just let's go back to. I don't. I love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) He's excellent in that. Yeah, I forgot he's in. He's in. He's in Wind River too. So he's one of Taylor Sheridan's boys. I mean, he's in Wind River. He was the he's in boyfriend. He was the boyfriend of the guy of the woman who got, you know, assaulted. But man, he was the Wall Street appearance was one of his earlier ones. (laughs) Yeah, it's hilarious too. (laughs) Give me a. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He has nine things either completed or in production right now. More impressive that John Barenthal was only 44 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize he was that old. Wait, he's been famous for like 13 years. Yeah. (laughs) Good for him, man. Good for him. Dang. I mean, Walking Dead propelled him into like the starlight. and superstardom. Yeah, good. I mean, good. He deserves it. Seems like a good dude, good actor. So you yeah. said you watched Punisher, huh? I finished it. Yeah, we could do a whole thing on that, but so, I love so Punisher. Good. I have nothing against the Punisher. No, I, I, I honestly think his arc through Daredevil was better than yes. the whole show I, of Punisher, I agree, though. I agree with that, 100%. But yeah. I, I have nothing. I mean, I like the no, Punisher. No, Punisher's excellent, yeah. but <laughs> I, I do think that part with Daredevil was better. Oh, yeah. No, I we, could, we, we, we could definitely do a whole show on the Punisher, but uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good one that I was kind of late, late to the party to, and I'm, I'm glad I finally got time to watch it all through. We're not gonna get any more, are we? Like that's done, done. No, that's no. all. Well, yeah. well, the, Disney canned all the all the stuff that they had contracts with with Netflix. With Netflix, they that I used to. Well, here's the thing. Apparently, Daredevil's Charlie Cox is supposed to make appearances and things as Matt Murdock. So, well, open one that. door. Yeah, right. I'm all right with all of it. Listen, give me more Punisher. Give me some Armor Wars Punisher. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's in he's in Sicario. He's in you know. So listen to this little chunk of time. The accountant. Uh, Wind, yep. Ri- Wind River, Baby Driver, um, Shot Caller, Pil- Pilgrimage. He's in so many. Like he, John Bernthal, he's a lucky guy. I mean, he's not lucky as much as he is good as getting himself these roles, but yeah, he's definitely someone to uh, to watch and be excited for stuff that he has yeah. coming out. So, I mean, other than, so John Bernthal, I think, is my favorite part of this movie. Now, let's let's talk about Angelina Jolie. Like, what her and she's movie, fine. Her character. Yeah, she, yeah, she does good. Uh, to be honest. I thought Angelina was going to be the, you know, the, my biggest gripe in this movie. Like I was going to be very eye rolly with all her performance and everything that happens. Now she's stellar in this. She's definitely Angelina Jolie. She's a high caliber actress doing her thing. So it was she was fine. We we talked before the show started about they say the word fuck in this movie a lot. Yes, like a lot, a lot. 
To the point though, where like I thought about it, you know, if any of this stuff was happening, I'd probably say that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when she falls off the tower and she yeah. lays and she's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> what else would you have said? Yeah. I mean, like, what would be the first words on <laughs> that? Of course, when you wake up four hours later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, look. In all honesty, she did rappel about halfway down and then just fell the rest of yes. the way. Yes, but... it looked. I wouldn't want that to happen to me at all. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, no, it still hurts. But uh, that's a pretty cool kid. I mean, so I think she was great. Though. I mean, I'm sorry, great, great, not the right word. I think she was above average here. Like mm-hmm. it works. She wasn't over the top. Um, there's no big giant monologue scene. The the scene she has with a kid is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because they don't they don't really flesh out a lot of the character development mm-hmm. for just about anybody but yeah. her. And what they did, I was kind of like, okay, you know, she's getting some sort of, I need to save this person redemption. And she pretty much does. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. That's the real short version of that. So, And she hacks somebody up with an ice axe, which, yes. Pretty brutally, too. Like, not just, I mean, he, she hits that guy like four like times. Yeah. She pulled it out, there's just a hole. Just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's one of the things. Again, just, that's one of those. So that's, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of a smart way to, now, I mean, I just, I'm coming from someone who I kind of like the way that she almost treat, I mean, obviously the fire was one of the adversaries, was one of yes. the, oh, yeah. the, the antagonists from the get-go. It's fire, it's unstoppable. But I mean, the fire was like the final obstacle for them, which I thought was, I thought, okay, are these guys going to be the final obstacle or is the fire going to be the final obstacle for them? And I, I, I just kind of like played like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to guess that they're two guys. The assassins are going to be the final hurdle, and they weren't. So I love spoilers in a weird way, but uh, I was kind of happy that things went the way that they did. I think it was more real that things happened the way they did. Yeah, yeah. Except for the whole getting struck by lightning twice in the same night thing, but you know, it's cool. I still not see how you because she didn't get struck in the open field. It just was right next to her. Okay, fine. Lightning gets lightning strikes right next to her twice. It was in her proximity twice. That's true. I mean, that's very unlikely. The second one hurt her pretty good, though. The second one did fuck her up. I mean, isn't, <laughs> I mean so much like it burned her bra strap into her back, yeah. which also, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, when she pulls her shirt off, she's just got like, that burnt, oh. short bra. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> you know how bad that would hurt? Ooh. That's like melted, melted into your skin. Well, yeah. I mean, the other side of it is, too, when you see her from the front, she's got the uh, the electricity burns, yeah, like, on her chest. She's yeah. like, oh, no. Like that? Does that heal? Probably not, right? Well, not, not well. <laughs> God damn. That's what I'm talking about with this movie. Like, I, here's the thing: my real short summary of this movie is it was better than I thought it was going to be, and it doesn't drag along at all. Like, it just goes point A to point B to point yeah. C, and I can appreciate something like that. Yeah. Where we didn't get some real like big government conspiracy story. It's just hey, this is happening right now, and yep. we're moving forward. So, I do wonder why he thought he could drive from Jacksonville to Montana. <laughs> well, just, just get on an airplane, dude. Yeah, but at the same time, you get an airport, you know. Think it, You're right. It really delayed time. them from finding them. Well, I mean, airport, but no, Chris, I mean, airport, I mean, if, as soon as you get a flight under your name, it's flagged somewhere. If someone's looking for you, it's definitely flagged. Oh, actually, I have one thing that I'll ask that I guess I, I forgot about. Why is there a scene with a horse? You see, I... So okay, so you know he'll be. So I think, what? Are, I what think just to show that he's a he's a good kid. 
Do horses tell that? Animals know. Listen, I've seen many of somebody goes to pet a horse and a horse just clamps down on their arm and it looks terrible. Yeah, they're assholes too. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Yes. I hate them. I see. I saw this. I saw this video the other day on YouTube that someone got, they weren't looking and the horse kicked him in the back of the head. Ah, and I'm, dead. That guy's and, probably dead. And I'm, of course, laughing, but like, as I think about it, like, no, he's definitely, like, if, it, if it wasn't trick photography, then. If yeah. you don't think horses are just oversized demons, you're insane. I've seen those things eat chicks. Oversized? I've, I've seen those things just, just eat Well, see, here, here, here's the quick bite. I've seen the stomp on birds. Stomp on a bird. You know, <laughs> you know, these things are terrible. All those videos came from me sending them to people. <laughs> Because they're hilarious to me. So okay, so, he steps on the bird and it makes that like awful like whoosh noise. Yep. So here's so the question. And so the thing about let's just talk about this for a second. So the bird, the, wait, the, we're talking about the bird getting no. On video? We're talking about the 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 dad, the Owen and his son on the road, and they take a little pit stop to pee, and he's brushing his teeth, you know, because they don't want to stop anywhere. And the kid goes through. This is open road, Montana, and hundreds of miles of just open farmland. Thousands. And he just, yeah, thousands. And he just goes through the, the poorly done fence and just walks up to a horse and horsey. and pets him. And like, that's got be like, that's kind of a big deal, though. I mean, that's. A horse should have bit him. No, I don't would've think that. Great. No, that would have been a bad thing. For who? Him? I don't I know. Mean, he has a pretty shit week after that. So. <laughs> Imagine telling the story of all the bad things that happened to you and be like, and a goddamn horse bit me. <laughs> No, like I almost died by a fire. A guy tried to shoot me. A horse. Well, and then they, and then they take a minute to when the pregnant wife comes to and she's able to, you know, finally come to her senses and go out and hunt these guys down that are with his her husband. She has a little scene with the horse too before she. So the 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 movie is drawing you to that. The movie is drawing your attention to that. Yeah, I mean, I like horses. But I wouldn't want to be bit or kicked by one. Would you want to be bit or kicked? If you get by anything one? out of this episode, you don't want to be kicked by a horse. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Is there? You say that like there's something you're okay getting kicked and bitten by. I mean, not a horse. Well, I mean, what, I've had to scale down a lot smaller animals. <laughs> okay, let me ask you: What would you rather get? Okay, what would you rather get hurt by a horse or a very angry large cat? How large? Or, yeah. Or, we're talking like an African safari cat. Ooh, the horse probably wouldn't kill me unless it kicked me in the head. <laughs> I think, cat, it can, however, <laughs> it'll fuck you up. Literally gonna eviscerate your insides with its with its you know its back its back claw raking you. No, I'm good. I mean, if I had to fight a horse or a tiger, I don't want to fight either one. There we it's go. True. So <laughs> take the, true. take the easy way Which out. Which is why I'm glad I'm at the top of the food chain. Chris, what about you? You're, 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 you're not gotta, even close to the top of the food chain. <laughs> All right, Chris. You have, you have to fight just won't try to eat you. That's all. I'm punching a horse in the head. All right, you're gonna fight the horse. I'm gonna fight the horse as well, only because like I feel like if you just walk away from a horse, all damage is done. The <laughs> horse would just be like, "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this. You come back here. <laughs> I'm gonna eat this bird. <laughs> when a cat, if a cat will get you, and the cat was definitely gonna get you. you for hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it will. All right, let's move to score those who wish me dead. Uh, let's I'll go first. All right. Uh, I think this movie's a six. Um, it's a little bit above average for me. Um, and I'm giving it a six instead of a five and a half because I was kind of surprised that I actually enjoyed most of it. So um, there's, listen, the acting's fine. Special effects are fine. It's quick. It's easy. Just pay attention. You know exactly what's going on. There's no deep mystery here. Six. I'll go next. So the... 
I don't know. This movie was, again, much better than I expected. I thought I was going to hate this movie. And I ended up enjoying it, you know, a good bit. This is a five for me. It's just good enough to watch. I had some problems with, like, some minor details. It's The movie is so, it's happened so quickly. And then it just kind of stops. That was my biggest problem. Like, it's just over all of a sudden. Like, it wraps up pretty quick. So, but I'd give it a five. Good acting. It was fun. I could recommend it to anybody. All right, I'm actually dead set between you guys. I'm at a five and a half. I thought it was very, very, very entertaining, very watchable, written by someone who has cut his teeth time and time again. I think it just, yeah, but that's, to me, that's all it was, was just, okay. You know, I was okay with it. I liked the Angelina and Jolie. Um, I was I was kind of sad that the, I, I, only because I like the actor who played the father. I'm sad he wasn't in it, in it more. I like Aiden Gillen and Nicholas Holt. I mean, N- Nicholas, is Nicholas Holt still relevant? Yes, hundred percent. Is he in what? And what are we? What is he relevant in still? Mm, he's I was got to think today. He's got all but, kinds of movie credits. Well, he definitely does. But I mean, Nicholas Holt. He. This is the last credit. There's nothing pending for him. So, no, I'm yeah. not saying he's like a terrible actor or anything. But um, he's definitely he doesn't show up in the next Mad Max movie. I'll be pissed off. Yep. He'll, he'll definitely be in that. But this is Mad Max rules. <laughs> I love that movie. But yeah, it's great. I, I think a five and a half is where it sits for me. It, it would have been very easy to give this movie a six. I just couldn't justify it only because I, I expected, whenever I see Taylor Sheridan's name attached Coward. to something, which uh, lately has disappointed me, but in years past, he was, you know, for 17, 18, 16, 17, 18, he was on fire. Like, had three best picture nominations right in a row. Uh, and then you just, you know, something happened and you just stopped putting out the good stuff. So five and a half is where it sits. Done? No. Great. Fine. Moving on to the movie of the week, Spiral, with its original tra- with its original title being Spiral from the Book of Saw, but now it's just Spiral. It came out May 14, 2021. Chris Rock, Max Minghella, Samuel L. Jackson, Richard Zapiri, Patrick Mangus, and what's the guy's name? From oh yeah, Max Miguel. He's the so. This is in the Saw universe, and yes, hundred percent. So people keep saying reboot, reboot, reboot. No, it's not. I'm not a reboot. sure this was a reboot. No, it's not. It's not meant to be. I mean, yeah. they they basically say that it's you know a guy running a jigsaw copycat, and it turns into its own thing. So no, it's not a reboot. Now, uh, yeah, I'm, could it could it be with what we've seen? Could it become something down the road of Saw? Like, you know, spoiler: there might be more of these. Um, but <laughs> I'm surprised at nobody. But no, I don't think it's a reboot at all. No, I don't. I don't think it's a reboot. And I have to. So a little bit of a a story for me was I. The first Saw movie I fell in love with, I was absolutely enamored with the first Saw film. Uh, I, I was like, there's anyone who's like, no, no, no. I, I, I knew it was the guy on the floor. No, you didn't. You're Nobody did. No, you're a fucking liar. Don't lie to me. And the second one, I was hanging on every single word. But again, when they when the movie finally plays out and the son was in, when he, he kept telling the detective, Donnie Wahlberg, that your son is in a very safe place. And your son was literally in the safe behind him. And I didn't get that. And I was like, oh, you clever bitches, you got me again. But never again did the wording and soft fool me. And this one, I, I, I guessed everything from the get-go. There was nothing that came as a, as a surprise to me, which I'm, 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 I'm happy because, I mean, I feel like that means I'm paying, paying more attention. But Or this was poorly written, one of the two. 
What do you think it was, Roger? Poorly written, or I'm just paying attention better? Poorly written. Yeah, fair. Don't you don't give me the credit. You take the credit. No, for listen. <laughs> what what did you figure out in this movie? Nothing. What do you mean? Like they they don't hide anything in this movie. Like, oh no, no, every- it's very. I mean, as soon as a character asks to use something of someone else's, that's, that's it. Done. That's that's the guy. Like, it's yeah, like they, yeah. I mean, they paint you a picture. Now, listen, it might not shake out the way you think it is, but. Like they don't disguise the people that are involved with everything here. No, so. not even a little bit. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't shocked when the reveal happens and it is who it is. It could have been like one of three people, but they don't do. They don't try no, very hard. No, to, but I mean, they, they, they don't disguise it. No. Yeah, it just well, kind of, they, they don't try to. Unfold, it just kind of unfolds in front of you. But I mean, okay, so let's let's talk, let's talk about. See, this is the this is what I mean. I, this is just a Jedi syndrome of how can you idiots not see this right under you? You know, like that's the whole thing with like the Jedi is how can you guys not see the, the Sith are pulling strings right in front of you? How can a, you know, a whole precinct full of cops not catch this guy going sneaking around doing things? Well, I mean, I think they, they go out of the way to make sure you understand that there's some really shitty cops mm-hmm. in this precinct. And I mean that seriously. Yeah. And then they show you that the leadership is corrupt. Yeah. But how how would okay? I, I don't I don't want to. This is one movie I don't want to ruin for people because you know saw like the reveal and saw is usually like kind of a big deal. So I'll we'll leave that alone. But I mean that's fine. How is this person, for instance, sneaking around a police station after a certain event happens? How does that happen without someone? Hey, hmm, something is not right here. I mean, there could have been some things in place before all this began, like before it was all set in motion. But yeah. I mean, the whole thing about these planned out, and and like there's there's a statement that's made about how much time that someone's been putting into this, and how long they've been like. But I mean, but there's the whole thing with started twelve years ago. Yeah. But the whole thing with like, so I mean, but there's a hierarchy of knowledge here that it comes inherent with slasher films or you know horror films in general that characters that need to be nabbed are always by themselves in a nab in in a very nabbable place. You know, at a certain time, you know, how would you ever always, you know, you know what I mean? Sorry, there's a dog barking in the background. How would you, dog. Do, 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 do you know what I mean with that, though? Or is that just weird to bring up? You, are you meaning to tell me that people don't normally get kidnapped in the middle of large groups? Or like weird. Yes. But I mean, how is that guy always at the right place? That's my point, though, is like same these Saw movies exist because the script lets them. I mean, they exist. they set up moving parts where you're supposed to be able to think about it. Listen, if that's if that's going to be one thing that <laughs> that you have a problem with in this movie, you have a problem with like nine thousand other things. You're because this movie too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, I don't. I I want to give it because I mean, the first well, you don't you don't have to give it credit because it doesn't earn it. Well, no, but that's I mean that's one thing I was excited for. What I mean, I I'm I'm pretty pissed they didn't use the voice, although. Well, yeah, I was Jigsaw okay with dead. that. Jigsaw is dead. Yes. But, so I was. I mean, but the voice they chose is a little. Is a little like weird. Really? That's the way you decided. The little, little pig thing creeped me out. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think the voice they chose is there to 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 just kind of throw you off a little bit and make you think maybe it's not who you think it is, because because the voice does sound feminine, right? Yes. So and there's two characters that this could be if it is if it is you know a feminine character, but. I think that's the only reason why they made that choice. Sure. With the voice. 
And I don't think they're trying too hard because that's not the, their goal here. Like, so this isn't a Saw movie, right? No. This, you know, this is this is the first Spiral movie. Yeah, like this is an offshoot on the Saw series. You know, this is this is a side thing. This isn't a direct continuation. This isn't a reboot. This is a just a piece in that universe. Is all that is. So I don't think they're trying to be too clever with it. This movie felt like an in between of the original Saw and Seven. Like in and in, in not in all good ways, but like that's that's the vibe I got from it, because this wasn't like your soft, you know, three through seven, you know, gore, gore fest. It wasn't. So but, they, listen, there is some gore in this movie, is, but is. not not nearly that's to the level the that I had thought. Yeah, that's not the focus. And like, and but this isn't this you know, this isn't the the super intricate puzzle. What the hell? This is, is a detective thing. story. Yes, yeah. This is a story about the characters involved that has some jigsaw stuff happening in it. That's what's happening. Well, but it's I mean, second comparison is something that I hadn't thought about, but now you say it, it has that feel. It does it? kind of have the pieces of the puzzle vibe to yeah. it. Sure, yeah. I mean, sure, I totally get that. Um, I mean, so let's so Samuel Jackson as his father, as Chris Rock's father. Now, call me crazy, but I expected some kind of, you know, in, in some kind of reference to as far as their time on the Force. You know, I'm, I was expecting more links back to the original. You know, saw films, and no, I so, just I wasn't. I mean, you just said you just no, but they they don't, and, and I'm yeah. okay with that too. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, like what what the first like after the first saw like all the entire saga played itself out. I mean, the whole thing like you're asked to think like, oh no no, this person was always running around the scenes. Oh no, that person was always running around behind the scenes. I mean, there's like three or four times when you're when you're asked to believe that, and it just gets tiring after a while. It's like, but see, with this one though, like I didn't have a hard time. On that point of being believable, well, I, know, I get everything was set up longer, you know, farther down the line yeah, than you think. And, and, but yeah, and that's kind of what you know what I was alluding to with what with like with Grayson's problem is with the with like the way it plays out. I think it's all feasible. You, you have to suspend your disbelief, obviously, right? Because like, so if, if this has all been put into motion and thought about over such such a long time, you could see you it know, happening. They, yeah, like 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 this dirty like this dirty cop, you know, does this, follows here, does this, and they use he uses this this known informant, you know, scumbag as the, you know, as the, like the lookalike for what's going on. So this other dirty cop goes and does this thing. Cause he would fall asleep. You know, I think it all is doable. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's sure. not what this movie's trying to do. Well, this movie isn't perfect. <laughs> no, it's not. It's far from it. Not even close. <laughs> I mean, but um, I think it's an admirable, you know, if we're going to step back into the Saw universe, I'm actually okay with this one being the jumping off point. Well, well, yeah. To, well, to that point, I think if they announced or, you know, oh, I saw a trailer for a Spiral 2 in about six months. Which you're definitely going to. It'll be your. It'll be two years. Well, yeah, whatever it's going to be. You know, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be surprised or upset about it. No, you know, because because you know it's coming. Yeah, well, yeah, they're obviously beginning. They're trying to begin a story because this all sets up what could happen next, and they're trying to build their. They're trying to build their new jigsaw, and you know, maybe maybe they're trying to hamstring themselves with how they how they did hamstring themselves with you know the original you know the original jigsaw well the the, the thing the, the the issue with it not really an issue so the, the the caveat to that is what could be the second part of this story could be way more interesting than the first mm-hmm. um and I, I don't hate i it's weird that i want to look forward to what might come or might, might not ever come yeah but where they could take this story the way they set it up it could it it opens a lot of different doors 
um, that I would not be surprised if it went, you know, one of five different directions. Yes, yeah, and no, there, there's, there could be a good movie in there. Now, the issue with this movie, um, there are some moving parts, not nearly as many as like, what was it, like the sixth saw where, you know, we had so many people going down different paths and all yeah. intersecting in like the most weirdest way or whatever. Like all this focuses around one major thing of just the corruption in this police precinct, which I get it. I, I understand the frustration. It ends up with, you know, people copping to murders and planting evidence and, you know, they got to pay for their sins. So I'm okay with that part of the story too. The issue that I have with it, and it has nothing to do with Chris Rock, which we haven't even talked about his character yet, um, is it's lazily done um, to where, yes, you want things to be convenient or whatever. So the plot can move forward. You could have developed a little bit more here. There could have been like, well, Hey, this guy did this before. And so just like, well, this guy's gotten kidnapped now. And here's his story. Like, wouldn't they, these people should know that their lives are in danger. Yeah. And they act like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. After the second guy is murdered, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially after the second police officer is yes. murdered, there so, would have been a state of emergency. National Guard would be everywhere. Oh, dude, it'd be more. There'd be people, yeah. guns everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, and so, so they want to give this this like this detective feel to it. But here's well, the thing: they're just chasing. They're just chasing murders, you know. And they're not even like figuring things out. Someone gets, someone dies. They go to the said said you know death site. They, next clue and then and then they go to the and then they're just chasing the next thing that's happening it's not even like they're doing any real detective work well much anything. like saw okay none of these crimes were preventable yeah. by an outside force mm -hmm. right yeah now that's something that was consistent through most of the early saw movies i'll be honest like anything past saw four it, i don't it, even give a shit about yeah. wait, wait, are you talking about the 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 thing set up the, you mean the the, the games yeah, you couldn't yeah the traps well the, the the what i wanted you walked into what one point i wanted to bring up too was jigsaw's puzzles were always very winnable they're, they're like, these ones are winnable so are with these. a sacrifice. So well, that's, that's my point, though, is we go back to because, like, the last three or four movies that all the puzzles no, like, you're just gonna die. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the point was to torture you, and like that jigsaw's like, we don't do that. I mean, Amanda, his disciple, and then Hoffman, the disciple. Sorry, spoilers from you know, almost 10 years ago, Hoffman, the disciple, and then there's the, the guy from the first one. He was always, you know, he made a deal with the devil. It's like, oh my goodness, how many yeah, people? Terrible, but it's yeah, no, I get what you're saying though about the tests. Set up is I, these were were these though I mean that that one guy almost I mean the, okay let's talk about the test for a minute well no no we we're, we're, oh. we need to talk about Chris Rock's character oh, yeah Chris Rock like we have to talk about him more than we talk about anything else in this movie um so his father was Samuel Jackson in this movie he was the police chief all right his name is Ezekiel what Banks mm -hmm. right yeah, yes um and he was basically a victim of police corruption um while he was undercover they let him you know get shot yeah after he exposed a dirty cop for literally murdering a witness um and the whole department turned on him and that whole police sort of bullshit thing um and yeah so he is basically him versus the entire department versus <laughs> spiral yeah so um i think chris rock's character i thought he did pretty well here I think because you too. don't see him doing a whole lot of serious stuff 
Now, obviously, there are some funny moments when he's talking about, you know, getting married and going through a divorce and stuff yeah. like that's meant to to make you laugh yeah. on the dark side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- I thought his speech about Forrest Gump was perfect. Yes. It was wonderful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, which, pay attention, kids, it's right at the beginning. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think he did very well here. Mm-hmm. And you can tell because, listen, he's heavily involved in this project. Like, yeah. this is his thing. If it wasn't for Chris Rock, this wouldn't be a movie. Yeah, it's true. Um, because he's legitimately, what, the producer? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure his financial backing helps get it pushed through, or him helps get it financially backed. Um I was very happy with how his character developed with what we already knew to where it went. And I like the way his character ends or the, the arc of this character for this movie ends too. Um, I'd be more than happy to see him take that role again. Um, yeah. Whether that actually happens or not, I don't know, but probably right. I mean, I think with him, with him wanting to be a part of it, I think, I think he's at least in the next one, right? Well, I think you build a trilogy. Well, I mean, well, where where we end is, I mean, it's not going to be hard for him to talk him talk his well, way Listen, out they definitely build a second one. Yeah, no matter what happens in the second one, maybe, maybe not. Well, so you guys, you guys, tell me that. See, to, the the ending of this movie, I think, is a, is as big a problem as any problem in the no, entire film. Well, no, 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 no. I think the ending is the is the worst part of this movie. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I mean, you couldn't that my whole. <laughs> Just, it just has the sauce syndrome of no, no, no. He's telling you he's on one way out, but there's actually twelve ways out of this. You just aren't seeing because you're, you know, that's well, that the thing. That, that well, that's not the problem, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, okay. So the whole thing with one bullet left, he has to hit a target, uh, your shoe, one of those bottles, a rock on the floor in an abandoned building, any number of things. Yeah, but you don't, know how, much for, you don't, you don't know how much force behind the pressure plate. Yeah, you were like, listen, so you, when it got to that point, you already knew what was going to happen. Yeah. You weren't surprised no, by it. Especially because we've seen, no, especially because we've seen seven other Saw movies end almost the exact same Exactly, way. but here's the thing. The reason I don't hate the ending, now listen, the ending is probably the weakest part of this movie, is because of what could be next. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I won't use that to judge how I score this movie, thinking there might be something better down the line. Yeah. But listen, we're, how this movie ends, the exact way this movie ends, there is a good story that could be told past this point. Yeah. There's a couple good stories. There, there, there are several branches of a tree that could develop. Yes. Here. Um, however, my issues with this movie, besides the ending, which, I mean, who didn't see it coming? I did kind of appreciate the guy with the glass thing. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Oh, and yeah. when he's standing there afterwards with glass sticking out of his own face, yeah. I was like, ooh, right. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't figure that one out the right, right way, did you? Um, but, the, no, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> A little bit late on that one. Oh. <laughs> um, that's the only puzzle in this movie, by the way, that gets solved. That's true. It gets solved too late. Yeah. But it's the only yeah. one that gets solved. Mm-hmm. Well no, I mean the guy with the with the things on his fingers, he solved it, he just ran out of time. Like he was almost did, there. Did he solve it then? Well but, I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, okay, so I that's one of my things was it was just the time was so he did it as soon as he he did it as soon as he started. Oh, he still yeah, ran out of time. He didn't do it as soon as he started, and also he there, there's a point where he stops. Yeah, he stops after it starts to separate one of his fingers. Yeah, he stops. Well, the, guy, the, the guys, the dude is he's hooked up to a machine that's literally pulling all of his fingers off. Yeah, not like severing them, tearing them off. Yeah, and oh, I can't even think about it. I can't. That hurts so bad. I don't no, know why that was the one that like it made me so creeped no, out. I don't. 
I, I don't do well with digit pain, and mm. uh, yeah, that was yeah, that one was hard for me to watch in the theater. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the saw a few years ago? I don't remember. Couldn't tell you which one, but the guitar player guy, his hands getting crushed in the vice. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. no. I've only seen. I'm, I can't. Some of those are so hard to watch because they're just so damn. Boring. Well, that's the thing. So that that's the problem that you know. So you like, for <laughs> past um with the past on movies this movie isn't listen there is plenty of gore in this movie there is okay this is not like the glorified gory pornography that saw had become yeah because the thing with like anything past saw two probably past saw three was just how can we gruesomely disfigure somebody and get it on the screen yeah that's what it became and as it got farther down that road that story got so diluted so much worse yeah um which um you know, it kind of it hampered that what could have been a better series. But I guess whenever you get to the seventh of anything, yeah, at that point, you know, the, you're you're making this movie. For well, especially when the le- the, the main character guy died two movies ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like what the fuck well, is I mean, happening here? What, good, good for Tobin Bell, who was like, yeah, I've been dead, but I'm still collecting paychecks from movies that my character died. <laughs> <laughs> like, good for me. Um, you know, there's actually for those of you who liked Saw movies, there's actually an interview with. Tobin, I think his name is Tobin Bell on YouTube, yeah. where he's talking about like he's like I'm really a nice guy. That was a hard role for me to play. I'm like, holy crap! But did he say like he doesn't movie? even watch those movies? Yeah, he's like, like them. Yeah, just too gruesome for him. Like, yeah, he doesn't. He's like, it's not my type of movie. Yeah. Uh, but so one of the things if we're talking about Chris Rock's character, then I think we have to give a minute or two to Jigsaw as a character is because I mean, like what you just said rings so true. I think for the entire franchise is. What was brilliant in the first two or three movies really starts to dilute itself and almost become complete, you know, instead of a soda, it becomes complete water by the end because it's just, it's so watered down with this and that. And they're just, they're just shoehorning things in a timeline that was already so shoehorned to begin with. Well, I, I agree with you, but to bounce off that point and make it relevant to this movie and what we're talking about, just like, just branch off of it. The, like, we talked about like the next movie we're gonna get in this. So, the the motives behind Jigsaw in our original Saw series was clear, right? Like, yes. he, like why he was doing what he was doing, who he was doing it to, and the rede- and it was all about. Rede- <laughs> mm-hmm. This guy seems to be about sacrifice. So, well, and and, and maybe his target is very spe- specific. So, you know, eventually you're gonna run out of targets. One way or another in a certain area. So what happens then? Is it get a move? Is, well, is it is it always against police corruption? Is it gonna is he gonna branch into other things? Maybe it's just the justice system in general. Like, sure, I, like, I see what you mean. Yeah, like it, it's almost like so. What does this become? Or does the next does the next spiral movie become possibly Chris Rock's? You know, you know him, his adversary in spiral in the spiral character and him pitted against him. Sure. In, in a way. So it's like, there's, there's a good story yeah, out there. Somewhere. Yeah. So it just, you know, I'm wondering what we are going to get, you know, compared to like, you know, and they can keep that healthy instead of just, again, it devolve into a glorified gore fest. Yes. So that's, that's the one thing with this movie is like, I did mention it is a little bit gory, but there is never a time when it's like, Ooh, that's so gross. I can't watch it. Yeah. Now some of the old saw movies, it was definitely like, God damn. Like, yeah. Ew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I don't have that moment. Listen, there's, you know, there's one point where Chris rock pulls a giant chunk of glass out of his own arm. And I went, Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no,
in what happened. It wasn't just like, we're going to cut this guy's nose off. <laughs> you know, yeah, we don't yeah. need that shit here. Yeah. Um, but well, to go off your point, when you get to the end of this movie, everybody's intentions are completely clear, mm-hmm. at least as far as this movie is concerned. Yeah. This movie gets you from point A to point B. You know who the villain is at the end of this movie very clearly. Now, his motivation, you know some of it. There's got to be a little bit more to it than yeah, that. Yeah. But you, this movie ends, okay? It may not end the way you want it to no. or whatever, but this movie actually ends. And, yes, they leave it open. There will probably be another Saw movie or Spiral, whatever, whatever we're fucking calling it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be there. But here's the thing. If this movie never gets made, there is never a Spiral 2. I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. I, well, I wouldn't hold it against this movie as that. It's just... Just looking at the whole big picture of the movie that we get, the acting's okay. That's the best I'll say about it. it's okay. There are some dumbass people in this movie, yeah, obviously. Um, but some of the people that get killed, you're like, yeah, maybe. Oh, I get it. Yeah. You know, the it's definitely weird to say it's justifiable, but I get it. Which is one of the bigger things that Saw had going for it in the beginning. It was that hey, these people all did something. Now they are actually being punished for it. Mm-hmm. They can make their choice to get out. Like the one guy, the very first guy we see tortured. If he just would have jumped, tore his own tongue off, he'd have walked away. Yep. Didn't do it. Gets splattered by a subway car. <laughs> no, but you're right. I mean, subway driver. Oh God, but yeah. okay, okay, well, let me, okay. Would you, were you in that same test? What do you do? Uh, after how long? You. I mean, listen, if I know that I can't get out and it's going to cost me my tongue or I'm going to get splattered. It's tongue all day, man. Yeah. You think so? I don't see. But the guy with the. Listen, like, if the worst thing I have to have torn off my body is my tongue, I'll be fine. All you have to do is never talk about it anymore. I mean, well, so, listen, if you actually get your tongue ripped out, you're going to bleed to death. Okay. Well, let me. Th- okay. So you choose to rip your tongue out and possibly survive. Now, let's, yeah, let's, I'd rather rip my tongue out than pull my fingers off. What about but the. If I had to choose. What about the finger one then? Do you, do you do it or do you just die? I want my digits. I can't even. Oh my god! I could, that pain was so. I, but here's the thing, though. After a certain point, it wouldn't hurt, right? Well, yeah, and that's the thing. He's just he's just letting it happen after yeah. a certain point. You know what I mean? Because your body can only hold tolerate so much before it just shuts itself down. Yeah, yeah. Or like it just releases so much stuff in your bloodstream, you just yeah. stop feeling it until your head explodes. Yeah. The, the third one would be the hardest one, I think. The, well, which one was that? The, the glass test? Wax face. Oh, the I forgot about the yeah, wax. Somebody yeah. who uses wax a lot. I see. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen, oh, talk, can we can talk, talk about that for a second? Stuff. When wax gets hot, like not boiling, but like around 200 degrees, wax is not to be fucked with. No, no. It will burn <laughs> your flesh off. Yeah. So, so let's can we, can we moisturize and burn the can, shit out of you. Can we just talk about – you guys say, oh, that's my problem. Then I, but my problem is so you see as he realizes what's happening to his captain, you see him drive past the front of the police station – and then you see a cutaway scene, and then he's parking in the parking garage and running it instead of just pulling up and just, just pulling up and getting out. Yeah, yeah. Just the running down. See what I mean? Yeah. Like she'd have been okay, you know, and like the he captain didn't, would have been. He didn't. He didn't like take his time to make to have a good parking job, though. He did like triple park. Well, but also <laughs> in the after end, he though, drove into the other building to <laughs> do. So, when you're when you're being trained as a as a SWAT officer, and you're and you're you know, one of the I thought f- she got the shit end of the puzzle. By the way. 
Who did? Or her yeah. choice was to either get smothered to death by hot scalding wax or your spine severed. That's what I mean. That's that... a lose lose. Yeah. <laughs> was a, yeah. You yeah, can be a, veg- yeah. a vegetable or you can die. Well, they're both pretty much. But, so what are you? What are you taught? I mean, I would imagine my my question is dumb because it doesn't. You, I don't think you guys know either. But what are you taught if you're an FBI agent? You go in there and you clear the room. You apprehend anyone who's and do a really bad job at clearing. Yeah, that's my point. Like that's my point of why this movie's allowed to end the way that it does because it doesn't work because it doesn't I, fit in our world. You know, the one thing I did laugh at is when he pulls the first USB stick out and he sticks. It, he's like, "Well, my computer." He's like, "I'm not fucking up my own computer." Yeah. <laughs> at least I laughed at that because you don't do that. You don't take outside stuff yeah. and just load it into the computer. Yep. It's always a virus. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm not fucking up my computer." Yep. I appreciate that. By That's the way, like that, that one cop who got was that um was that from the Harry Potter that one cop who got like sliced and we saw for like a minute was that Malfoy? I thought it was Malfoy. No, no. Tom Felton. No. Okay, because it sure looked like him for a second. I was like, is that Malfoy? Um, okay, so back to the, so you think my objection at the end is 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 notable or just that's what happened? So that's what happened. I think I think. It's that's just what happens. Now I understand your I understand your issue with it, but it's like when I look at that, I don't know if it matters because the, because the whole thing with Jigsaw is he had all the angles figured out. the The other ones didn't, and their test and their stories always didn't go right because they didn't think about things first. Well, listen, this story and this one it went right, but I mean, so even that guy who had it all figured out, like he still didn't. But he, I mean, so he counted on the fact that they would breach and then not take him hostage. And then just he can go down the Ellen in the freight. Well, I mean, he, he had the way the way the, the strings me? were pulled. Yeah, the way the strings were pulled, they did it. They would have reacted exactly that way. Yep. And I was very, and I was very upset because I mean he did Chris. I mean the character in the end did everything that he was being asked to do, and he still. I mean th- that's what I mean about the whole puzzle thing. Is like it's got to be fair, or it's not, or I or I lose interest because like I don't care about the stakes if it's not fair. He never said his. He never said his dad would survive. No, don't start with this. this no, 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 no. Listen, if, if it's one thing about the Saw movies that you can, you have to agree with is that all the verbiage matters. Your son is in a safe place. No, no, I know. Uh, tr- trust me, I get it. But it's it's the part where Graham, I keep calling him Graham because he's the guy from the the internship, the really yeah. hateable protagonist or antagonist. But um, in this, he's the one that. So, but he's the one that. Uh, when the when the bad guy explains all this, when the villain finally, he so he does it, but the fact that he does it, and then, so okay, let's just say that things play out the way that they do, and then, um, Rock's character doesn't attack him at the end. He just like, okay, I agree, I'll I'll help you. Then what happens? The the SWAT's on the way up. You know they're, they're going to come in the room in the next ten seconds anyway. So yeah, SWAT is coming. But if you notice, like when he knocked him down and like pushed him, he's out of the eye line of anybody from the SWAT team. So, I mean, at least I understand how they they put it that somebody could get away here. So, yeah. well, I mean, I mean, he had an exit strategy, whether it was with or without Chris Rock's character. And just because Chris Rock is there with SWAT and you know they're going to lock the building down and all this stuff, doesn't mean that you know a Chris Rock could choose to side with this guy and then they find each other anyway. You know, because he's gonna go, he's gonna seek him out, right? Hundred percent. Whether it's gonna be to hunt him down or to, you know, to do the thing that you know that he wants him to do. So I, I, I think you gotta, really I mean, good. the whole thing with that is gonna be, Chris, I mean, his character is not gonna be hell. I mean, he's that's easily cha- like he can talk his way out of that. 
once they yeah. get him out of the station, like, okay, you make sense. So then he's just back as a detective on the force who has knowledge that that guy, that he's out there doing jigsaw thingies. Yeah. So, well, I mean, listen, just because he got away doesn't mean you ever catch him and you know who it is. There are plenty of people that committed heinous crimes and they know who did it that you never get found. Yeah, that's true. It happens all the time. That is true. That might be the realest part of this movie. <laughs> yeah. The realest part. Um, so that's, that's just, I, I've, I'm a big fan of sauce, so that's just some of my problems. I have others, but let's take this conversation. We, I don't want to like, I, if, you're, if, if you're teetering on watching it, listener, you should definitely watch it if you're a fan. Of, there's no other reason you'd watch it if you're not a fan of Saw, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're a Saw person, this fits right in, and it's going to be better than more than half of the Saw movies. Yeah. Well, so if you're there for, for the, you know, the gore fest, okay, fine. You might not enjoy this as much as you have the most recent Saw movies, but if you're a fan of the earlier ones, this will be more your cup of tea. It's a better story. It is. It I is. think so. And like it, it, it ends with the whole like someone yelling no, and then like a, a door slamming. Like even if that's the, it ends like that, and you know that's how the first saw ended. And by the way, that first, I never stopped thinking about that first thing we see in the first saw movies. That key floating around the bathtub, mm-hmm. and then goes down the drain. And Jigsaw's mm-hmm. like, the key to your the key to your chain is in that tub, which we saw already go down the drain. But that mm-hmm. see that's the only jigsaw test I have a problem with because that was unwinnable from the get go. Yeah. I mean it was just damn dumb luck that he if it got caught on something or just didn't go down with the water he'd have been fine. But you know and it was just one last question I promise was there any small part of you that thought maybe they're going to end up in the original saw room? No, no. That's no. just I was just always hoping for that because I just I love that room. It's simple. It's aesthetically terrible. And you're a serial just, killer. I'm not a serial killer. I, just, I appreciate simple in film is my point. So, Serial killer. That's a serial killer thing. Let's, <laughs> let's move to rate this. And I want to – you know, I'll go first if you guys don't okay. mind. Um, given the fact that I am such a huge proponent of the first three saws, this to me is going to be a six. Whoa. I know. It's weird. But I like it more than, you know, five of the other Saw movies. Uh, a lot less than the first two, but I mean, it's a step in the, what I thought was going to be an ultimately spiral down even further, but it's, uh, 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 I, boom. I, I'm actually kind of a, I'm actually kind of a fan of the Saw movie. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give it a six. All right. I mean, six. So. I'm not surprised, you know, at, at the six, I think it, you know, there's, there's arguments, you know, for earning that I'm uh, I'm going to give this a four and, that being said, you know this isn't a this isn't a, like a good movie, a standout movie, but it is weirdly entertaining. You know while you're watching it, and as a fan of the series and wanting to see it do good things, this is a serviceable movie. I just can't tell anybody to watch this. You've got to like the Saw movies, and you you, you have to want to see this franchise come back to really be into this movie. I think, and to you know appreciate what it does do right in 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 the face of everything that, that it does wrong. All right, so I want to call back on something I said about two minutes ago where I said that this movie is probably better than half of the Saw movies, okay? I mean that. Um, that being said, I'm also giving this movie a four, so that should give you a better idea of where I think a lot of the other Saw movies fall. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least half of them. At least half of them. <laughs> um, not that this movie's overly bad. Listen, this movie's got some problems. Um, I think Chris Rock does a pretty good job in it, though. Yeah. And it, honestly... If he didn't carry this role the way that he did, this movie would be way worse for me. Um, I think it's it's okay, but like you said, Chris, if unless you're a Saw person, 
There's no real reason for you to watch this movie. It's not going to be like, hey, I need a movie to watch. Hey, did you watch Spiral yet? <laughs> That's probably not going to fly for yeah. most folks. And, and uh, in the same breath, if 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 I you know if I say, hey, have you watched Spiral? And they go, I'm not really into the Saw movies. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'll be like, not for you then. Yeah, don't watch. Yeah, that, no, then. that's. <laughs> but you know what? I think people would respect that. Yeah. Because listen, don't try to get me to watch something I don't watch. Because listen. I'm not a big Saw movie. I've told, I've talked about this a lot of times. I'm not a big horror movie thing, mm-hmm. but Saw never really bothered me yeah. until it got to, you know, watching people's fingernails and shit get pulled out. Yeah. Like, I don't, who, who needs to see that psycho? <laughs> um, but kink shame in here. Yes, right. I'll get right to the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie is a four. It, it could be a little bit better. I hope if we do ever get a second spiral movie, I expect it to be better than this. Yes. And if it's not, I'll be really disappointed. Yeah. Probably more than more than you'd think, actually. Yeah. You know, one thing you keep saying, and I, I, I just you're right about Chris Rock. I think dead on about Chris. I was I think he was great in this. I but think not, yeah. I mean I I'm, I'm like Academy Award great. No, I mean But if he was bad in this movie, you'd fucking know. Yeah. Let me ask you let me ask you this question because there was a chop in my mind like a month ago. I was like, where is this what's this gonna do different than the other ones did? And I was like, what if Chris Rock's actually playing. What if he's Jigsaw and everyone else is just pawns in his game? Like, now he's the new Jigsaw. Like, but he's he, not. No, no. But like, what? Like, spoiler. He was saying leading up to. Yeah. No, I get you. No, but like, wouldn't that have been a cool way to go? I mean, maybe, but at the same time, that. So, but you know what? I'm okay with the way it went. Yeah, but well, I mean, like, me, so, me too, me too. And I. So him being the one that pulls all the strings—that's one of those eye-rolling moments that the later Saw movies got into that. Oh movie. yeah, you know what I mean. So like, well, this kid know. that watched this video from the ring is the guy who's been pulling the video the whole time. <laughs> well, goddamn, that's a callback I didn't see happening. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think I think someone just wanted to work with Carrie Elwes when they made that last movie. Like, oh, was Carrie Elwes available? He jumped the whole damn shark. Yeah, I mean, oh, he actually survived all seven movies. What? Get out of here. Sorry, spoilers from seven years ago. Um, when, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm just, I wanted it to be better. But I think a six is, I mean, I was happy. When I walked out of theater, I was very happy with it. So I got I to gotta give it points for that. This movie probably gets a five from me if I wasn't so let down by the ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, the so, ending really kind of left a lot to be desired. It did, and, and I think that was the big. It, it really deflated the experience because, like, I was on board, I was entertained. You know, watching it, it was know? like half of the entertainment of a Saw movie is like the ending. You know, is going to be very entertaining. True story. I was just happy when I left the movie theater that I didn't hate this movie. Yep, and I mean that seriously. Yeah. No, that's fair because you could have. <laughs> yeah, hell <laughs> oh, yeah, I could have. Saw movies have a great formula for that, for that too. <laughs> Be like, what a piece of shit. Some movies have a great formula for what could be a very interesting watch or a very terrible time. Yeah, I mean, you're right about that. And it's, you know, they go from interesting watch to a terrible time in the other one. And then there's that one jigsaw that came out, came out of nowhere and just doesn't really fit in any of the mythos lore. The jigsaw at all. was trying to do with this, with Spiral succeeded, I think. And that was making a, you know, a, a serviceable, you know, next next piece of the of the Saw movies. Let me ask you one question before we wrap up. This will be the last thing we talk about. Assuming we get another spiral movie, mm-hmm. assuming we get at least one more. Yeah. Do you think we ever get another Saw movie? Actual Saw. I, I mean, there is is there Saw without Tobin Bell without Jigsaw though? It's uh, well, there there what there has been. I, I don't know. So. I think to answer your question, in some B movie form, yeah, think so. Okay, yeah, I think someone goes, you know, I think someone picks up the you know rights to make a movie on it and just makes some 
it's going to be like sophomore through eight. You know what I mean? It's not going to okay. be a... Not one, two, or three? No, it's okay. going to come out and it's going to be just a murder fest is all it's going to be. Just name saw. Yeah, basically is what that'll be. It'll just be murder porn chapter nine. I gotcha. By the way, all saws, if you want to, if you are intrigued and just want to catch up on them, all saws are available on iTunes. You can get all, I think, nine of the saw movies for $19.99 on iTunes right now. It's a bundle. Who pays what? (laughs) Shut shut up, (laughs) Roger. I'm just saying. If how I mean, dare you insinuate I would pay for a video? Not even that though. Who buys things on iTunes? I do. I have. I bought hundreds. I mean, I redeemed hundreds of movies. On you iTunes. and twelve other people. No, I mean it must be a lot because people do it. Um. So yeah, they're all. I mean, it's 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 easy to get caught up in the Saw universe if you if you want to. Those DVDs were massively overproduced in the early 2000s. So. I mean, weren't they pumping one out a year for every year for a while? Yeah, because their yeah. their their catchphrase was if it's Halloween. Yeah, for, I, I remember like anything after five, it was like Halloween, 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 saw, 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 saw. No, no, yeah, no, saw uh, paranormal activity, saw paranormal activity. <laughs> like, god damn it! Yeah, 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 yeah. There's well, two thousand four was the first saw. I don't know when the last one was, but two thousand four was the first, and then five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten all had saw movies. So that's impressive to make those movies. Like, look, that in itself, even though the franchise kind of turned into, like, complete ass, that was impressive, making whole movies in a year for, like, seven years. You, you, you got to admit that. That was kind of impressive. Sure. To even, like, sit down as a writer and be like, okay, how do we do – how do we write this Saw movie? Because, I mean, how many times do you think those guys actually watched their own movie to, like, okay, we got we to make sure we get – well, no, probably, probably to make sure they don't repeat anything. Yeah, that's my point, though. <laughs> you, you, you'd really have to be careful. All right, so are we sick? Well, are we sick of sock talking about spiral? Yeah. All right, this has been episode two hundred and twenty-seven of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at five a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five: iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Please leave a comment, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Please send. Uh, sorry, please check out our show on Twitter. Send money Love to my personal Venmo. <laughs> check, check out the show at Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. My Venmo is <laughs> <laughs> at R still. <laughs> Is that really is that really your Venmo? I think so. That'd be funny oh, if you woke up tomorrow. Pat Rod Stillian is my actual Twitter. I'll put it. I'll have you put mine in the show notes. <laughs> All right, don't forget to check us out on Facebook and YouTube. And next week we're checking out Army of the Dead on Netflix, and we're going to finish up Invincible on Amazon episodes five through eight. I'm yeah. pumped for Invincible. I'm pumped for both these things. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Seriously, about Venmo, let's make that happen. <laughs>